The Crash and Mars Podcast. There we go. Let's do a show. It's Tuesday. Welcome to it. It is. It's Tuesday and yeah. it's still cold outside. That wind is horrible. It's literally the exact same temperature as it was yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, I know. At this time. She brisk. I know. I was watching the news this morning because we've got a TV in here. It's running the news. And all the meteorologists are like, windy today. Oh. Minus 30 wind chills. Oh. Minus 30 wind chills? Oh. Yeah, it's oh, going to be no. horrible. No. Oh. And a good chance of flurries? Yeah, and a good chance we're going to see some snow too. Uh. We got snow yesterday. Yeah, can you even call that snow? I call it, it snow. just made it gloomy. That's all it did. Yeah, it it, it was. I think it was any. We didn't little, get like flakes. No, I think it was just the like little itsy bitsy amount of moisture that we do get was freezing, like frozen air or something. It was weird. Did mm-hmm. you get like big flakes? Well, we got it covered. I don't know. Like covered my driveway and sidewalk. Like it made oh, it, it white. Did, hey? snow. Yeah, uh, yeah, but not to the point where you're uh, shoveling. I'm done shoveling. Yeah. Oh, Are you you're not shoveling done? anymore? Well, I, will. I don't blame you. I'll bitch about it. <laughs> it's just so depressing to still be shoveling. I feel like we should be done. Yeah. Shoveling seasons should be in our rear view mirror. Did you get to use your leaf blower to shovel this year? No. Or you, you're not doing that? On these little dusts of snow, you can probably that's, leaf blower that's that. That's perfect for it. Because you got that big boy, right? Yeah, I, I got a big like a nice. snow blower. Oh. Oh, I thought uh, you had the big beefed up uh, leaf blower. I got a leaf the blower. The Ryobi one. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I, for like snow, I, I I sort of hate it. Oh, it's the loudest thing in the world. Oh, it, it is, is loud. Yeah. yeah, your neighbors hate you. I hate myself. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good thing, man. Yeah, like it's, the high today says minus six, but the wind says horrible. Ooh. What's the mm-hmm. wind say? The wind says it's going to be really blustery. Oh, my weather page just says burr. Yeah, <laughs> and there's no sign of it leaving. What do you mean no sign? Well, tomorrow minus 11 for the high. Thursday minus 9. Friday minus 8. Saturday minus 6. Sunday minus 7. We'll get there. We just got to get through March. It's our last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers I hope crossed. so. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, uh, I'm out and about at the gym. I get home. I'm like, all right. As soon as I get home, going to make some dinner. Um, I get home. Mars is like chilling on the couch and stuff. Oh, yeah. Dishwasher is going. And then beep boop. Mars is like, what's that sound? I'm like, oh dishwasher i guess it's finished she's like no it's just it's been running for like uh 20 45 minutes, minutes. Yeah. Okay. She's like uh, i shouldn't be beeping dishwasher broke oh. no yeah it conked on us last night as I, soon I as crash walked in the yeah. door it was totally fine it's firing off an error code i'm like oh god oh no buddy yeah what's so, the code well i slide it out it's uh the code is a leak Oh no! And so the worst I pull, code. I know. I pull it out, and the tray in the bottom of the dishwasher has a little float in there, mm-hmm. a little foam float, and uh, yeah, water in there. It's leaking from just the most random spot. It's leaking from the tub. Oh, and there's no, there's there's literally nothing there. Oh, so a new dishwasher day. Well, no, no, oh, boo! Get a dishwasher. They're no. expensive, as you know. You bought one what last year? Yeah, and mine's not leaking at all. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, this one shouldn't be leaking. This one is kind it's, of new. It's, it's only a like, Bosch. It's only like six years old. How long is a dishwasher good for? I thought like 10, 15? 20 years? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. How long? What is the length of a dishwasher? Like the life of one? It's like, got to be more than six years, right? And this dishwasher is a super silent, yeah. uh, like 60 or 40 decibel, whatever dishwasher. Yeah. I don't know. Silent plus thing. Uh, it, it's retails for like a couple grand. Six years ago, sure. That's like the bottom of the line now. No. Well, oh, yeah. No. All right. It's a trash the, washer. The life expectancy of a dishwasher, according to consumer reports, should be 10 years. However, issues with appliances tend to develop within the first five years of its life. Oh. And it doesn't matter what the appliance is. Like, here's where it's leaking, Ginge. Uh, yeah. 
That's the bottom of the tub yeah. with a uh, a glued uh, like silent pad to it. Yeah, and there's nothing in there. Like there's no hole per se, but it's just dripping. Oh, every time it has water in it, and then it triggers the error code because it's a safety feature. Yeah. How about that Bosch letting you know though? Instead I know of that's just, nice. That's instead nice. of just ruining the yeah. the unit because it, it could have been just dripping for a long time. So after some research. That was Crash's night last many night. Many YouTube videos. Yep. All night. Uh, I think the inside of the tub of the dishwasher, it has a seal along the back. I think that uh, gasket is failing. So he's fresh gasket. Yeah, he's going to gasket today. That's yeah. his plan. Well, I'm not, I'm not getting a gasket. I'm going to do the oh, YouTube fix. Whatever. Silicone. Sil- he's siliconing it today. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll Poor figure man's it out. gasket. Exactly, yeah. yeah. What happens if you if you silicone it and it still doesn't work? Then it's new dishwasher day. Are you able to rip out or can, like, can you cut that silicone? Why do I need to cut the silicone? I don't know. I don't know how this works. I don't well, even no, know what you're siliconing, to be honest. If it's new dishwasher day, then that goes in the dump. Oh, okay. No, I'm just like, are you, what I'm asking is, can you remove it if you silicone it? Uh, if I need to. Oh, like remove it from your... Oh. Yeah. Rem- like, can you pull it out? The old is, dishwasher? Yeah. Like, can we throw it out? Well, yeah. I had it out, out, out last night. No, it's not going to silicone it to the wall. That's what I thought you were doing. I thought you were oh, silicone no, no, it to the Oh, no, no. On the inside. No, I'm oh, sealing okay. on the inside. All keep right. that water. Keep that water in the tank. Apparently, Ugh. a lot of people do that when their dishwasher fails on the inside. Mm. They just silicone it. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I would have thrown it out silicone. last That's what I'm on the market for today. While you were online looking for dishwasher fixes, yeah. did you also peruse new dishwashers? Uh, I did. I yes. was online looking at new dishwashers. <laughs> I opened a website, and then I promptly closed yeah. the website. <laughs> uh, as of right now, a new dishwasher is not on the table because Crash said he's going to try his best to fix this yeah. one first. $16 silicone? I think it'll work because there's no other place for it to leak. This text here at 56789 says, Crash, last night I saw your post on Insta yeah. about the dishwasher. An hour later, our dishwasher had a code for a leak. No! <laughs> you oh, cursed us. No! It's less don't, than, don't it's less than at, two years old. Oh, God, don't look at our Insta. It's like it taints your kitchen. It taints your kitchen. <laughs> that reels like the, the ring video. Oh, yeah. right. You watch it. <laughs> Everything goes to hell. Yeah. Everything goes to hell if you watch it. Do not watch our video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's just weird. And like, uh, Mars is like, as soon as he got home, it, it was running for a totally bit. It was totally fine. Because mm-hmm. I got home from my day. I loaded the dishwasher. I put my little soap tab in. Hit start. Went to go do some work. It was totally silent. Mm-hmm. Everything was great. He walks in the door and he's like, hello. And all of a sudden it was like, rawr, rawr, beep, beep, And then beep. the pump just stays running. And oh, you don't want to run yeah. a dry pump. Right. Totally. Mars seems a little suspicious about how well this dishwasher was running previous to you returning. I came home to an error. <laughs> I thought it was great. So for 40 minutes, it sounded great. It sounded the best it ever sounded. I didn't even notice it was on. <laughs> it's just a weird thing to say. Mm. The, yeah, the dishwasher was yeah. totally fine before. So I well, spent an hour and a half fighting with this I think thing. you have to agree, though, when you came home, mm. it did. you didn't even know that it was on for like the first four minutes. Oh, yeah, and it started and beeping. It started I'm like, beeping. oh, dishwasher's yeah. done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like you came home and you're like, what's that sound? No. You know? No. Yeah. And then the pump just stayed running. What of the dishes that were in the dishwasher? Still there? Uh, uh, yeah. I oh, yeah, hope yeah. you're going to be able to get, get fixed today, or you didn't, you didn't take them and wash them by hand? No. Uh, God, no. Yeah, no. They're in there. They're fine. We <laughs> still sit there until we I, figure this out. I figure the soap ran enough. They're yeah, clean. <laughs> they, I think the dishwasher was what, running just short of an hour before Crash came home, so they've had enough. She's pretty close. They're yeah. pretty close. Yeah, yeah the soap was fine. gone out of the little soap thing. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. done. I it's know. done. Yeah. I, <laughs> I ripped agree. that puppy apart. Damn leaks. Uh, 
this text here, 5679, says, our computer board where all the buttons are died, it was $300 to fix it. Well, I know. I was Googling, and it's like, uh, mm-hmm. it might be a, a, a computer board failure. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, that's what we thought it was when our uh, dishwasher died when we first bought our house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was going to be like a $500 fix yeah. to yeah. get the computer board fixed. Yeah. And the guy's like, I just recommend you buy a new dishwasher. Yeah. Really? That's what he said? That's what he said. And then one of his uh, superiors came out and said, I don't think he did this job properly. Oh. <laughs> oh. It was a filter. Oh. It's oh. just a filter? It was a $125 filter. Oh my God! Yeah. So did you have to pay the five hundred dollars to have the computer board fixed? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. No, it was just a filter. The guy came out and he's like, "I don't think this guy did his job properly." Wow. <laughs> he came and checked his work. <laughs> I know. I start watching a bunch of YouTube vids and they're like, "Well, you got to take this panel off, take this panel off, flip it on its side." I'm like, yeah. "Oh God, I don't want to do this." Yeah. I'll oh. come help you, buddy. Oh no. Well, well, thankfully, I didn't have to flip it on its side. Oh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> No, today we're doing silicone and we're going to try it out and we'll see how long the silicone gets. Some people are saying your YouTube hack might not be like a permanent fix. Oh, it's not going to be a permanent fix. It's going to be broken in a year. And then we're, this is just giving me time because I do not feel like buying a dishwasher right now. This text here says, I think I have the same dishwasher as you guys. I'm running it on delay today. If I have a code when I get home, I expect (laughs) Crash to come over and hand wash my dishes. Yeah, yeah, I might project uh, broken dishwasher through the radio, too. So look out for that. Please don't. Uh, I can't afford a new one right now. I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, a quick little peruse. New dishwashers look good. They mm-hmm. look incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do look pretty good. I feel like ours is new. I mean, I guess it's six years. Well, it was put in there in 2015, 2016. Oh, okay. So seven. Seven years. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I had. Been, I was way out of the dishwasher game when we got a new one. I haven't been in the dishwasher game in like ten years. But you guys were well. Five years is your. I mean, what are we? Seven, eight years yeah. now. But I didn't buy that dishwasher. It came with the place. But mm. it was still new, though, right? Yeah. 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 I hadn't. We were still living buttons like visible buttons on our dishwasher. Oh, they weren't oh. even. They weren't even. Oh, up top. oh, oh wow! Nice. You were that old. Yeah, school. I didn't know dishwashers had moved that far along. Yeah, yeah. So it was a shock to me. I was like an unfrozen caveman, like touch sensitive with your fingers. Wow. When I saw what dishwashers had become, so I don't know if they've advanced that much since yeah. yours. But ultimately, kudos to your '80s one for kicking yeah. for lasting that long, right? Well, I don't think it was original to the house. So oh. it could have been like early 2000s dishwasher. Maybe push button. Yeah, it had visible buttons though. Yeah. Oh, maybe 90s. But yeah, kudos to that dishwasher for living that long. Because you, I'm looking at new dishwashers now, which are just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the towel rack. What do you guys currently have? Uh, no towel. No, no towel, towel rack. Sort of, yeah. sort of like aesthetically. We don't use it, but aesthetically, it's I think got I a, like the towel rack. It's about yeah. that on the oven. It doesn't fit my design. All right. All right. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, ours isn't functional. I don't yeah. put anything in there, but I think I like it. Yeah. But maybe that's just because we have it. Yeah, we have no buttons or anything on the front of it. It doesn't look like there's been any wild innovations in the last five or six or seven years. Yeah. Yeah. What are you looking at for price-wise, Ginger? I don't want to spend... What are you looking at? Oh, you can get get a Bosch for... Because they're uh, under two thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm not paying two thousand. There's, there's no, no like freaking a, way. Like a, like a like a good one. Looking at reviews and stuff like that. Like a good one is like 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 a quality dishwasher is like nine hundred bucks. And you got to buy, but for us, we have to buy a silent one because uh, we run it a lot, and the kitchen island's right by the living room, so that's all you're going to hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. So you need the silent one. That's thirty five hundred dollars. What? Thirty five hundred. Well, that's well, what this one was at one point. Well, then silicone the hell out of it because well, it's we've got to get this fixed. That's what they say because that's like how do you know it's thirty five hundred dollars? Well, you want me to dick her with the sticker? Well, I mean, who told you thirty five hundred? Oh, I found uh, old listings for it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a quality dishwasher. I yeah, know. like it's a really good dishwasher. It's a good dishwasher. I don't know. Just what not, the deal is. not well, good enough that the seal broke. Gosh damn you! Yeah. Mm. 
Well, nonetheless, that was our night last night, and that's going to be Crash's day today. Uh, silicone. Just some silicone. Oh, fun. <laughs> uh, won't be too hard. At least I'm not ripping anything apart. Is there, like, special silicones we don't know about that can, like, handle, like, pressure? Well, everything that I read is uh, you, I got to use the food-grade silicone, which can handle dishwasher and microwaving. Oh, yeah, so it can handle the heat. You've got a couple of people texting in this morning the store you should go to. Amory? A-M-R-E? What's that? Mm. They say that's where you should get that silicone for the dishwasher. The trusted source of Am- the dishwasher. Amory Supply. They oh. say says go there to get your silicone. Don't use regular stuff. Oh, Amory? Yeah. Not Amway? No, not Amway, no. Are you starting a Hawk product Yeah, no. (laughs) Come to a meeting. Come to a meeting, we'll fix up your dishwasher. (laughs) No, it's not Amway. It's not Amway, no. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I'll pop in there after. Pop in there. Yeah. Ooh, someone someone got a floor model Bosch for 500 I saw that. And some some people are saying their dishwasher lasted like 18 years. Other people are saying 15. Yeah. Someone said their Bosch dishwasher lasted two years and they had to get rid of it. Yeah. Oh. The old, uh, 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 the dishwasher that I put in at the cabin, that one I got a $4.99 special at Best Buy. Yeah, that's good. That thing's been kicking for quite some time now. Yeah, that's a good dishwasher. It's not a stainless steel drum by any means. It's just plastic, but does the job. But how often is it used? Uh, when we're out there, we're yeah, used, but I mean, well, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, a couple yeah. months a year. Yeah, oh, damn. Yeah, that, that's true. This damn Bosch. Some people are saying just call a repairman, Crash. Yeah, I thought about it. Yeah, and I got to wait around. That's literally the worst part about it. <laughs> it's right? the, waiting. the waiting. Yeah, because you can't yeah. give an exact time. They're like, mm, I'll give you uh, between nine a.m. and five p.m. Yeah, and you're like, no. Is that cool? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> you need them. If he diagnosed the same problem, you'd be furious. Oh my god. He'd be like, yep, seal in the back, sleek. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, get out of here. Yeah. You're not going to sit for me. For that. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 well fixed up. Yeah. So it could be thousands or it could be $16. It's going to be $16. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for new dishwasher. No, mm. not yet. Not yet. I, I'm almost rooting for new fridge before then. Yeah, we could. Well, our fridge can is get fine. Them replace them both so they match. Oh god, our yeah. fridge is fine. We're not getting a new fridge. <laughs> Cafe brand. No, we're not doing it. Oh, that's a nice brand. No, it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, do some news here. Uh, as we mentioned off the top, she is bitterly cold. Uh, warming up though, going to be around minus six this afternoon. But windy. There will be a little bit of a wind chill. Uh, you could see some flurry action. Minus eleven tomorrow. Minus nine Thursday. Uh, same deal, kind of leading into your weekend there. You got it. Yeah. Uh, Traffic wise, things are looking really good. I don't have anything to tell you about, which is nice. If you do have happen to see something though give us a shout 780-489-4669 is the number to call you can text us if you like as well at 56789 let's get to the news it is tuesday march the 7th so while crash was running around dealing with a dishwasher last night um everybody else realized that it's connor mcdavid's world and we are simply just living in it yesterday the edmonton oilers captain scoring twice including the game winner to take the oilers to a narrow 3-2 win over the Buffalo Sabres at Key Bank Center. Which is pretty cool. The pair of points took McDavid's tally to 124 in only 65 games this season, eclipsing the 123 points he registered in 80 appearances last year. The 26-year-old now has 54 goals this season. 10 more than his career high of 44 set last season. And he's just on fire. Yeah, he's he's an unstoppable killing machine. He's one of the greatest of all time, having one of the, the greatest seasons ever. And we're all blessed. <laughs> yeah. You sound sad about it. Well, I'm just, uh, uh, yeah, I just, I'm sort of in awe. I'm not sad. I'm just, it's, it's wild what we get to watch every game. We're, we're, we're truly blessed. 
truly blessed. McDavid also leads the league in assists with 70 and owns a 28-point lead over teammate Leon Dreisaitl in the NHL scoring race. So he's currently riding an 11-game point streak, scoring 12 goals and 27 points over that span. Mm. So that's pretty cool. Also, last night, I believe Skinner was in net. You know what? Yeah. So uh, Gotta. <laughs> yeah. Big stew. <laughs> Big stew was in net last night. So Edmonton currently occupies the first wild card spot in the Western Conference, tied for third in the Pacific Division with the Seattle Kraken on 78 points and is four points clear of the Colorado Avalanche in the second wild card position. Yeah, uh, we got some goaltending. We're going to be a problem in the playoffs. Ekholm looks incredible. That's awesome. He's so calm. Our defense previously had a little trouble with like retrieving pucks and then getting him out of his own, which he is like just like the smoothest man alive at. Yeah. Love a big, sexy Swede. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. Oilers take on the Bruins on Thursday. Game time is at 5.30. All right. I don't know if this is... If there's any truth to this whatsoever, but at this point, if he comes out of retirement again... I don't even know what I'm going to say. So do you guys know what the NFL Combine is? Well, it's a huge scouting event. It's a week-long showcase that occurs every February um, in Indianapolis where college football players perform physical and mental tests in front of NFL league coaches, general managers, and scouts. And during that time, there's also a lot of interest in the NFL draft. And there's a rumor coming out of that saying that Tom Brady's second retirement might not stick. Oh, God. He's back. He might come back. He could go full Brett Favre and do it all over again. According to Rich Eisen, the talk around the NFL Combine was that Brady would be looking at another unretirement with an eye for playing with the Miami Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins are looking for a quarterback because their quarterback is currently suffering from some concussion issues. So it would be really easy for Tom Brady just to slip right in there. He's been linked to the Dolphins now for a while. They were an option for him as he was leaving the Patriots before he decided to sign with the Bucks. Is it just uh, he's chasing that sweet, fat paycheck or his passion for football? Yeah, I used <laughs> to think it was because he hated his family, yeah. uh, which worked. Wife left him. Right? Yeah, he really has to see the kids anymore. Yeah. He got exactly what he wanted. So I don't know why he'd go back again. But now it's not enough. Maybe the grass wasn't greener on the other side. Like, he can't. This isn't true, right? I don't know. Yeah, to a... Like, doesn't uh, it seem stupid? What the Dolphins is hurt. Yeah. Took a couple of bad hits last year. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, career-altering hits. Uh. And they've got some talent on offense. And he's already in Florida. Maybe he wants to end his career on a high note, and he feels like what happened last year... He did it... What, like wasn't good enough, so he needs to he needs to win a Super Bowl. That needs to be his last season. Brady officially retired for the second time earlier this year, and at the time it seemed like that was the one that would stick. He still has a broadcast gig lined up with Fox, but that deal doesn't begin until 2024. So in the meantime, there have been reports of an unexpected career shift for the former quarterback. Mm. My God, <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't seem uh, worth he should, it. He should just stop talking then. You know what I mean? Like stop retiring and then unretiring. Because it doesn't just look silly. I think he loves the attention. Oh. He loves drama. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But also, like, he's an old man Mm -hmm. playing a young man's game, Mm. playing a dangerous young man's game. Mm -hmm. Like, he could, right now, he's sailing into retirement Mm -hmm. in great great shape. Yeah. Yeah. With his whole life ahead of him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That can all change. It's so strange. So, nonetheless, he could be playing with the the, uh, Miami Dolphins. That is the big rumor going around the combine the other day. We'll have to wait and see. All right, this story is nuts, and I really wish that men 
and for the most part, some women as well felt that they didn't have to do this. Do you guys know what limb lengthening surgery is? Oh, God. Well, it's pretty much exactly that. And it is happening here in Canada with a hospital in Montreal right now being the only place where you can go and have that done. And a man by the name of Julien Prejean, he says he's feeling pretty good after having the surgery, which meant that they had to break both of his oh, legs oh. in order to give him three new inches of height. Right now, Julianne uses a walker to take each step. He says it's slow, steady work, but he's happy despite the grueling months of rehab after paying. So this wasn't covered under health care. Oh, yeah. He paid to have both of his legs broken. What's the going rate for that? $90,000. Oh, man. It increased his height from five foot nine to about six feet. He said that he struggled with feelings of insecurity and inadequacy about his height for seven long years. He said, I wasn't happy with my height. I realized I wanted to be taller. It became an objective. As soon as I knew that it was possible to do this kind of surgery, I kept it as an objective. Oh, my God. Like five nine's not short. No, it's not. It's not short at all. It's like about my height. Give or take. Or crash. Yeah. No. <laughs> six foot. Yeah. Six feet. I wish you guys could have seen Mars reading that article. She was just locked eyes with Crash the whole time. <laughs> As Crash I'm face Googling this at- clinic. <laughs> Listen. Limb lengthening? I've never heard of it. <laughs> what? Yeah. If you won't discuss a new dishwasher with me, he ain't paying 90 grand to have his legs broken. Yeah. What if this guy was chasing three inches? What I guess, which is what Crash would need to get to six. So you'd need three. So it is 90. Is it like 30,000 an inch? Yeah. Or you just get what you get once they break them limbs. I feel like in the photo, the side-by-side photo that you posted, the results look way more than three inches. Well, he's got to be on something because he's right, right over six feet there, too. Yeah, he's standing taller. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, he's like, yeah, pushing like six and a half there. Yeah, they say it increased from five, nine to six. Are they like, whoops, we added too much. He's like, thank you. No, I don't, I don't, I don't No, They say he's six feet. How, uh, how far can your limbs stretch? Because, like, obviously they, they broke bones and just stretched out, like, ligaments and no, stuff. No, they put new... It looks like, like, when you look at the x-ray... No, I mean, like, your nerves and stuff. Oh, yeah, that I, I have tendons. absolutely Like, no how far... Yeah, how much know. give do you have on that? Where do they break your leg? It looks like... Because if you look at... See... It looks high up. I'll give you an x-ray Like here. on a... Like in your Like, thigh? you know where your it hip looks- your hip is? Yeah. And where that, like, where that... um Where the top of your leg kind of sockets in? Yeah. Oh. It looks like it's outside of that socket. Am I wrong on that? That looks like the best place to do it, though, because you've got, like... I don't know about you guys, but I got a little, little extra... Like <laughs> to pulse to stretch it out. I got some room to stretch. Okay, all right, all right. So I wonder if you have to do like booty gains or something before you do this, so you oh. can get a little bit more wiggle room in there. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Got to make room for those three inches. I guess yeah, that makes sense to break it there. For whatever reason, I pictured like, like breaking shins. in the middle of your shins or yeah, thigh. Yeah, no, it's not the shins. Just add some bone there. They're like, all right, there you go. <laughs> just like scotch tape the skin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Man. what I thought. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he had titanium rods put in his legs. Oh. Mm. Okay. And that's how they made the bone gotcha. longer. Oh. Okay, it looks like they, yeah, that makes sense. See the x-rays up in the app, by the way, if you guys want to have a look at it yourself, it's yeah. up there. Is it looks got- like they cut the thigh bone and then stuck it in the middle, kind of like a straw in a pot. Uh, oh yeah, they did cut that. And yeah. then they just extended it. And eventually will the bone It should. It'll, it'll fuse. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. should. Looks like they did some, some screws in up top, too. Yeah, yeah. that thing in place. So it kind of did break a little bit on the, uh, yeah. the thigh there. It looks like it's a higher up thigh, though. Yeah. Like I said, there's lots of, it, there's lots of meat in the thigh. You got some wiggle room. Like, you got three inches of wiggle room, I think. Wow. That's a... 
Huh. Oh my god, that must hurt. At yeah. the end, is he going to have like? Is he going to be running again? Oh, I have no idea if he'll run. Mm-hmm. Do you think that really limits their mobility for the future? Well, I would guess. Yeah, I would think it would affect it. Or oh. do you think he's young enough that he'll heal properly from it? He walks with a walker right now. Yeah. How old is he? Twenty-eight. Uh, Twenty-eight. Oh, so he's yeah, young still. he'll probably. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. Oh, yeah, someone says, could you imagine the arthritis later? Oh. Right? Oh, you yeah. That's a great point. You would feel it if it got really cold outside. I bet you those pins would cool down oh, faster. Yeah, any weather change, you'd be like, oh, God. Yeah. And them, then you can't walk. Them aching hips. Yeah, and then you're hunched over. You're losing all your gains. <laughs> <laughs> this is nuts. Apparently, there's 1,500 men. Oh. <gasps> Waiting like, for this. Oh, geez. Are you kidding me? Prospective patients. Apparently, they say that they've developed a strong understanding of just how profoundly insecure men feel about their height. Oh, buddies. They say men are doing a number of things, including not going to social events. They won't go to their holiday parties. They won't go to weddings. What? There's one guy who said he wouldn't go to his best friend wedding because of his height and how he would look in photos. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, man. Mm. Apparently, there is, though, a culture of competition and comparison among men, and height is one of the things that men feel insecure oh, about. That's too bad. Hmm. Uh, it'd be a good time to be a doctor that can do this. Yeah. Wow, I mean, 1,500 people? 100,000 wow. dollars. Yeah. That's a good chunk of change there. I wonder how long his recovery is. Oh, I bet you it's going to be... Is this like months of physio, like learning to yeah. walk? Is it all that? Well, Probably. he's six months after surgery right now, and he's still on a walker. And right? everything's going to be different. The air is different up there. Yeah, I get it. Then his lungs have to adapt. Oh, no. You know what the worst part is? Is that probably after all of this is said and done, Yeah, he still won't feel 100% oh, men- no. mentally. He, yeah. I don't mean physically. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. He he looks for this for it to be like to find happiness. Yeah. He's yeah. seeking yeah, seeking happiness with this, mm-hmm. and that probably won't do it. So you'll seek happiness with something else. Yeah, yeah. You don't think this will scratch that itch? I hope. I hope for his sake it does. But yeah, I geez. think he needs to talk to someone as well. Yeah. Therapy's awesome. Yeah, it sure is. Cat five six seven eight nine says, "Is it because men think that women don't like their height?" Like, he might realize, after all, that women weren't liking him not because of his height. Well, we have done That's conversations thing, yeah. where a lot of ladies said they don't yeah. like shorter men. That is true. You're right. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, feel have, I feel like if you're getting to the point where you're going into surgery over it, you yeah. should maybe be like, hmm, is it my personality? <laughs> <laughs> is it more than my height? <laughs> yeah. Is it really my height or yeah, is it yeah. who I am as a person? Because short dudes can get it done, too. Oh, yes, they can. <laughs> we know you can't yeah. clash. I have been with some short guys. What? They know what they're doing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think a lot of it's... We talked to people, too, about how, like, that uh, the Tinder profiles, mm. yeah. where it's immediate on there. Yeah, that's mentioned in the article, too. saying, no one under six feet, right. do not bother messaging me. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, I'm 5'10". Should I try? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. The reviews for the short dudes are I not, know. Not I can see. the is coming in but right now. I mean, like, here's the thing, though. Is that, like... Oh, my God. Someone, <laughs> someone who's, like, a short person to Haley is not a short person to me. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm a very tall person. Right? So, for, lady. for Haley, a five foot eight guy is short because yeah. you're taller. <laughs> He's looking me dead in my chin. <laughs> Yeah, whereas for me, at five foot four and a half, like yeah. that's a tall guy. You're you know, like looking up at him. Yeah, I'm still looking up at him, yeah. you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm not an overly tall person. Find mm-hmm. yourself a little short queen. Yeah, a 
short queen. <laughs> Problem solved. That's yeah, right. there you go. Yeah, yeah. This text here says, I married a short man. He's the best. One of the worst guys I ever dated was six foot seven. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of nuts. Yeah, just don't don't cut don't cut apart your bones. Ninety thousand dollars by so many therapies. Right? Sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, be, a, you'll feel good for a fraction of that price. Yeah. It's a wild story. If you want to read more Jeez. on it, it is happening here in Canada, only mm-hmm. in Montreal right now, not in any other province or city. Mm-hmm. All right, here's how to get people to stop working from home and commute again. Ford has announced they're working on a new feature that would let people take naps behind the wheel. Hmm. Their CEO just talked about it in an interview with Fox News. Until recently, they'd been working on fully autonomous cars where you wouldn't have to drive at all. But they've abandoned that for now. And instead, they're working on something called eyes off the road features. Now, this isn't just like a lane correct. Basically, they want to make AI so good at driving on highways that you wouldn't have to pay attention at all. Oh, well, yeah, ideally. That's the dream. The future. So you could be on your phone the whole time or even sleep. The CEO of Ford says that the consumer demand for this is through the roof right now. It's funny how like five years ago, four years ago, Tesla's like, I want to do like a self-driving cars. You don't have to drive. And everyone's like, oh, my God, no. And then now all these vehicle manufacturers are talking about it because it excites people. Yeah. Yeah. And it does. And that's what people want. Mm hmm. Um, obviously, they'll have to prove that it's safe enough before any laws would even start to change to allow people to sleep in their cars. He said he doesn't think, though, that we're very far away from it, but didn't give it a timeline. Now, some people are saying, can't you already do this in a Tesla? No, you cannot. When your Tesla is in autopilot, you do have to let the car know by touching the wheel every like 45 seconds that you are awake and aware and watching the road. Yeah. So the difference is, is that this you'll be allowed to like be on your phone or sleep. Yeah. Ah. Using the technology that we have now yeah I, i'm not i don't want to sleep no because <laughs> it still no. it makes bad calls sometimes oh, no. <laughs> really? yeah, yeah it's not 100 especially after new updates you're like oh no <laughs> <laughs> you can't park there yeah yeah it is wild though letting the car turn through an intersection yeah that's that wild be. and the yeah. steering wheel's just spinning and you're hovering over the wheel but you're like ah! <laughs> you're watching for oncoming vehicles <laughs> yeah before yeah. it used to be very hesitant so it'd be like spiking the brake now it just rolls through oh my god yeah it's, it's funny because we do have this already. Yeah. yeah. It's called a bus. <laughs> but no one wants... It used to be like, oh, I want I want to control yeah. you. Know, I want to be the driver. Yeah, yeah. But it's really, we just don't want other people. That's what yeah. we're, We want a classy we, bus. We lied, about, we lied about it to say we had to be in control because we want to drive, but that's not true. No. no. We just no. don't want other people. Well, also, we don't want the inconvenience. Of, we want to leave when we want to leave. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to go and stand at a bus stop and wait it's, for your 853. You know what I'm saying? It's your yeah. private bus. It's your private bus. We'll never allow... Like, we're decades from allowing this, right? Well, yeah, and like, uh, can- I would think like so. Canadian roads, Edmonton roads, I don't, I don't see that happening. See, the problem is, is like in the Tesla, is that a lot of the times it also runs off the lines on the road. And they're covered. So the, sometimes they're covered. And other times, like when they, when they salt or sand or do whatever, yeah. the lines disappear. Mm. And the roads are just like white. Or if they or just brown. like finish redoing a road, laying yeah. new asphalt, and they don't put the dots down. They don't put the dots on my car's like, what? Well, yeah, it's all yeah. over. I'm like, well, let the car do its <laughs> No, we don't, we don't do that. <laughs> Even in sunny climbs, you still hear like, because there's a lot more Teslas like down in like California. Right. You hear, you know, a couple every couple of weeks, there's a terrible accident involving uh. a car deciding to go left when it should have went right. Mm-hmm. But that's still like, you know, uh, it's weird. Like drivers make errors all the time. All the yeah. time, and we Big don't time. we don't talk about it. Yeah, no. yeah. But, but it's just because one of this autonomous technology. car does it. Yeah, it's weird though. I'd, yeah, I'd much rather be killed by a human than a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a human that's either drunk, falling asleep, yeah, or, right? But yeah. the, the human that does it—that's not news. 
No, no, never. Yeah. No, it's we never. don't talk about yeah. it. That's happening literally on the daily. Oh, on the yeah, yeah, thousands of times. But uh, but a robot does it, and we're like, eh, I don't know about these robots. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So yeah. we'll see if Ford can come up with something again. This is. Um, a new feature that would basically let you take a nap behind the wheel if you're on the highway. They didn't say anything about city driving. Mm-hmm. They said highway driving. Oh, so. A nap on a Kiwi too, I would do oh, that. Oh, that'd be nice. Just sleep all oh, the yeah. <laughs> oh. Would you have to have some sort of like beacon on your vehicle to let, uh, let's say this doesn't become legal. It's in auto. Yeah, to let uh, the authorities know. Yeah. That, yeah, like a, a, you, a light on your trunk okay or something, your sleeping? bumper. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, they had all those stories in the news of Tesla owners sleeping. And I have no idea how the Tesla owners did that. Well, they just closed their eyes and someone filmed them. Yeah, because it was, and they, they weren't sleeping because, like I said, when you're in fully autonomous driving, you mm. have to touch the wheel by like lightly moving it every forty-five seconds. Oh, yeah, just duct tape your hands to the wheel. Yeah, they, people have tried it. They've even tried um, shoving like large oranges and balls and balls in the steering wheel so that it's that the sensor would pick up that your hand is holding it. Oh. It, knows. it doesn't work. Really? It yeah. knows. It needs to feel your heartbeat. Yeah, people yeah. are selling like a clip, like a chip clip type thing that you can clip on the steering wheel too. That worked for a very short amount of time. And then Tesla was like, and nope. Then, yeah, I think no it clips. needs like the heat of your hand or yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> mm. I have no idea. It is very odd though. Mm-hmm. All right, for those of you who are going to be, uh, I guess like outside tonight, maybe it'll be a clear night. Look up in the sky tonight because you might be seeing two UFOs. Or UFOs to anyone who doesn't pay attention to, you know, science. Cops in Central California had to post on Facebook to ask people to stop calling 911 about Jupiter and Venus. Oh, they are bright. (laughs) (laughs) They're noticeable. Yeah, I was looking at them the other day. I'm like, wow. (laughs) Besides the moon, those two planets have been the brightest objects in the sky recently, and they're super close together. So it looks like they even like crossed paths and merged at some point last week. Something that won't happen again until 2039. But apparently... Please, uh, people decided to get freaked out over it and called 911 nonstop. So, cops in California posted a photo and said, if you're seeing these lights in the sky, dispatch has received multiple calls regarding this. Do not be alarmed. There is no reason to report this. I don't think I would call 911 for any light in the sky. No. No, I wouldn't either. What if you truly believed it was a UFO? Mm. Call the news. Yeah. <laughs> to the news. To the news. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, wait till uh, tell us world of science opens up because what's 911 gonna do yeah i don't know right shoot at the sky the authorities i don't think they're shooting at the sky I think if it's, they if it's a real ufo nuts. you gotta let people know well the other people know who's other people what do you mean everyone else looking up there i think if you called 911 to report like an actual flying saucer yeah they would do they would do like a health check I think, on me yes i think they would yeah <laughs> Now, it's not clear what people thought that they were or why they assumed their local police would help out. But because of those spy balloons that were in the news a lot last month, maybe it was in the front of everybody's brain. Mm. And maybe that had something to do with it. So everybody was all riled up. Yeah. Who knows? But that got me thinking. Yeah, look at that. Ginge posted a picture. That looks good. Yeah, they're, they're noticeable. Would you think those were UFOs? No. You think those were stars, right? Well, yeah. And they're not moving. Yeah, movement usually tips right? off. Like you stare at them for five minutes, like it hasn't moved. I feel like a UFO is going to be like... Unless it's, unless it's like a surveillance UFO. Uh, like a I, scout UFO. I do agree with you, though. I feel like a UFO needs to move yeah, in an unnatural movement. way. Yeah I, want, yeah, I want unnatural movements, and yeah. it needs to zip around. Not just like a spot in the sky. Not no. just floating. Yeah. Not just floating. No. Yeah, it's got to be doing something. Because I bet, because they are... They are outlandishly bright. 
Oh, yeah. Much brighter than any star in the sky. Yeah, yeah. So at first you think, is that an airplane? Mm. But then it's not moving. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. Because you can see the other stars, and they're not this bright. Yeah. So something's amiss. Mm-hmm. That's UFO. <laughs> I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well, at 56789. First of all, if you've seen a UFO, did you call 911? And what did they say to you? Because I'd be pretty curious about what people said. Also, maybe you thought you saw a UFO. Sometimes you can maybe do a little partaking in the summer uh-huh. and be very confused by a satellite that's going by. Oh, yeah. Right? It can scare you for a moment. Sometimes you can maybe just be looking around and maybe you're looking off into the distance and you see, um, I don't know, a lawn ornament that looks like it's on the horizon. You think it's a UFO. Maybe you've actually seen one. Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We are talking about um, seeing a UFO because cops in Central California had to ask people to stop calling 911 about Jupiter and Venus last week. Because if you've looked up, you've probably seen them like near the moon. Yeah. They're nice and bright. They've been really bright. They've been close together in the sky. And apparently people thought that they were UFOs. Um, A lot of people. Suspiciously bright in the sky they are. Yes. And suspiciously close together. But it is, in fact, two planets. I don't think, even if I didn't know that that was two planets shining so brightly, I don't think that would be enough for me to declare UFO but if I did in my heart believe I saw travelers from another planet I don't think 911 is out of the question yeah, that's I don't know what who else you would call. Well, because Crash said that he was going to wait for the Telus World of Science to open, and then this text wait came for in hours. at five, five, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine, and said, "Oh my God, if there's a UFO hovering above my house, I don't think I'm waiting for the Telus World of Science to open." Well, uh, otherwise, you sound crazy if you're <laughs> you calling nine one one. I feel like if you call Telus uh, yeah. World of Science with that, they'd be like, "Tell me more." I think your first call has to be to a trusted confidant. Because you, you wouldn't trust yourself oh, in that like, moment. You'd be like, what, what am I seeing? It's like friends or family? Yeah. Okay. You only trust someone with a big telescope. When you're looking, oh. when you're talking about up there, right? Yeah, you need your nerdy friend oh, with a giant true. telescope. Yeah, he needs his Celestron. <laughs> Which, that's Crash's telescope. He'd come to your house. Call his, me, buddy. With mm-hmm. his Celestron. Yeah. Someone I'll key knows. in the coordinates and it'll automatically move to it. Okay, yeah. Well, that's a UFO, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll check it out. We are in danger. <laughs> we'll oh, get to the we should have been running this entire time. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you want to uh, share a story. No judging. No. No judging. No, no, no. Uh, Jade, how you doing? Good. How about yourself? Good, Hi. good. You think you witnessed a UFO or what? Yeah, I think me and my mom both did. Um, one day we were picking up the mail from the end of the driveway, and I looked up in the distance, and I seen about, like, five to seven flashing lights in the sky. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. And this is, like, 5 p.m., so there yeah. should be no reason for this. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, Mom, what's that? And she goes, I have not a clue. So we kind of just started watching them, and they would, like, flicker, but, like, move a little bit. Oh, so they, they yeah. were, were they in a perfect line or just kind of scattered? They were kind of scattered. Like they weren't like in a line or anything. Were they stars? <laughs> no, no, it's like 5 p.m. in like oh. summertime. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because like it is a UFO. It's an unidentified, like what is that? Mm-hmm. You can't identify yeah. it. That's wild. How did it leave? Did it leave fast? Did it just disappear? Well, that's the thing. We were like, okay, let's go check up on my dad. Let's see if he knows what this is. He's a smart older gentleman. Yeah, we okay. asked him, we're like, hey, can you come see this? He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. We go back outside and they're gone. Oh, no. Of course. Oh, he's like, oh, what are you crazies up to out yeah. here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, he probably thought we were insane. And to this day, I still don't know what the lights were. Huh. Of course. As soon as you bring an audience, they disappear. 
Of course. Yeah, right? Unbelievable. Yeah, Is I'm- it possible that it was a drone? See, and that's what we also thought. We're like, maybe it's just like a drone. Maybe it's like some slight like Air Force thing happening. But like, it's like down by Pigeon Lake. Mm. There's, there's no Air Force around there. No. Yeah. No- yeah you shouldn't have too much uh, activity in the sky over there. Yeah, mm. kind of weird. No, I think you saw a UFO, Jade. Yeah, I think so, yeah, too. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, pretty neat. That's legit. <laughs> All right. All right, okay, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> no problem. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. And Mars asked the right question that the authorities want you to ask. Was it a drone? Was it a drone? Because there's some that think that it was the uh, big government pushing drones on us yeah. to explain away right. all these unnatural things we're seeing in the right. sky. Right. Deploy drones. Look yeah. over here. Well, Meanwhile, this they, is happening they over they here. That's why they, they brought drones into the marketplace all those years ago. Right. To have a plausible reason oh. for all this stuff floating around. When like, the reality is it's just an influx of nerds and YouTubers. Mm-hmm. It's mm. aliens. Uh, Keith. Good, you guys? Yeah, good. good. Um, a buddy of yours um, do you think this, or he says he was abducted by aliens? <laughs> so, it, it's a funny thing. I didn't know about him being abducted until later, but he was writing a book. Um, and when I asked about it, he kind of told me a little bit about it. He said, yeah, I've been working on a book for a few years. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, you know, uh, let me know when it's out and, you know, I'll buy one. Yeah. And he's like, well, no, you won't be able to read it. But he's French and I don't read French, so okay, fine. Like, <laughs> well, so there he was very literal in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> so he, uh, it's actually in a completely different language that nobody can understand. It's 400-something book or 400-something pages. There's four volumes to the book that he's still working on, wow. and it's on for sale on Amazon. But okay, what is when, the story? When you say, for, yeah, when you say that it's in a language no one can understand, is that because it's in like an alien language, like Klingon? Well, I don't. He, can, he can't even read it. That's a thing too. What? So, oh. Yeah. So when he got abducted, he was given the the ability to envision these words or word symbols on paper. Okay. He can trace them out. And it's apparently the universal language. Oh, of, wow. of aliens. So if you go on Amazon and type in um, ancient languages by Victor Levesque. Yeah, it'll, it'll be there. How's his sales yeah. on a book that no one um, understands? <laughs> so I've never asked him that, but he did two leather bound books, custom books. Oh, leather bound. Um, I have one of them. I actually spent $300 on it, but it's the best conversation piece ever. I bet. Oh, well, it I would bet. be like your coffee table reader, right? Yeah, People it pick be. it up and they're like, what is and this? And you're like, story. I don't know. It's his story about <laughs> yeah. being abducted and, and learning this language. Exactly. Everybody thought I was crazy for buying it. I'm like, hey, man, he either knows things or when he, you know, flips his lid, I'm going to be safe. <laughs> yeah, keep him close. <laughs> hey, there might exactly. be something in there that could save your life one day. Exactly. You never know. Yeah, yeah. You if you know. hold the book up, maybe yeah. they're like, we're saving Keith. You never know, Keith. <laughs> All right. The alien stuff they know. Yeah, That's yeah, right. exactly. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Keith. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye-bye. Did anybody Google that while he was talking? Did anybody yeah, find just, the book? I just pulled something up here. Yeah. We got the book. Uh, here, let me click it. While he was it. explaining uh, it. Oh. Ancient Writings by Victor Levesque. Oh, okay. Um, I've got volume one up in the app there. Right. What did uh, Keith said he paid like 300 bucks for it, right? Yeah. Oh, Keith, you got hosed. It's $34.
Huh? Well, maybe he got like a maybe he got like a signed a first edition. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That is it. You guys ever see uh, 2016's Arrival, starring Amy Adams? No, it's on my list of movies to watch. It was about aliens landing here. Yeah, and they, she was a linguist uh. that the feds brought in to try and because they were trying to communicate with us, but we didn't know how. But she could. Well, she could. Yeah, she, she could, could figure it out. It okay, it, that was right. what she did. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're gonna when they get here, we won't speak the same language, and they'll be like so far advanced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This text here at 56789 says, I thought the universal language was love. No, hey, it's math. I guess not. It's math. It's math. Yeah. <laughs> maybe second is love. Yeah, maybe second. They get you with the numbers and then they get you to bed. I mean, <laughs> I guess you could try to bed an alien to teach your universal language of love if you wanted. Why not, right? Maybe that's when how, in we, Rome. how we connect, like in James Cameron Avatar. Don't they like stick their... Tales and like the creatures. After yeah. that first Avatar came out, I had the weirdest dream about oh. Oh. making love to one of those characters. Oh. <laughs> it really stuck with it Crash. It really stuck with me because I woke <laughs> up and I'm like, out of all the people and things that I yeah. could dream about, that's what happened? Yeah. yeah. Like, what a waste of a sleep. <laughs> that's it. You slept with a Navi. And I didn't know what to do because I was like, where is it? Right. <laughs> where is it? I didn't know how to work it. <laughs> where is Maybe it? that's why I don't want to watch the second one. <laughs> the first one was... Question. Yeah. <laughs> First one was scarring enough. <laughs> yeah. Um Donovan, hello. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, Hi. good. Uh you 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 think you witnessed a UFO in the sky, right? Yes. Well, I'm pretty convinced because it was uh pretty unusual. Um so basically, uh when I was 15 or 16, I was walking around middle of the night with uh my buddy. Yeah. And we we looked up in the sky and we saw three red lights. And they were in a triangle, so there was there was nothing in between it. It was just three red lights forming a triangle. Yeah. And they all moved in unison, uh, and they moved all together for about a minute. We watched it, and then all three of the lights fizzled out within ten seconds of each other. So. Oh. That's weird. Remember, you and I saw the the triangle of lights. We're sure we were thinking it might have been a downtown nightclub, though. Yeah, I wasn't sure, but, but it was above the clouds. <laughs> yeah, it and was the lights above weren't. The, yeah. the lights weren't touching the bottom of the cloud. These were above the clouds. That's right. And it was yeah. in a triangle formation. And it then, was weird. yeah, just like you, it just went like psh, disappeared. Yeah, and then they fizzled out. Yeah, and they were very high in the sky. Yeah. And uh, it was an incredibly large formation. Like, I can only estimate it was a, around a kilometer. That's crazy. Long. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. triangle lights are weird. Did you hear anything or just see the lights? No, we didn't hear a single thing. It was, it was you know, middle of the night. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and it was pitch black, and there was not a sound in the sky. Mm-hmm. We actually were able to record a little bit of it on our old phones way back in the day. Yeah. Um, but that has since been lost the time sure yeah, yeah the footage would have been so grainy yeah oh man that's oh, a crazy yeah, no. story yeah oh man yeah watch for those triangles in the yeah sky. yeah <laughs> yeah okay thanks donovan Love to show you guys thank you this this is the crash and mars podcast so this is a pretty crazy the photos are wild 15 people needed help from firefighters to get out of their apartment building when a fire broke out yesterday morning on 111th avenue and 92nd street they people had to come down the fire truck ladders oh Oh damn yeah smoke at vinton apartments was reported just after 8 a.m the first firefighting crews on scene had to call for backup because the weather was so cold and because of the number of residents who didn't get out and actually needed to be rescued according to one resident jody she and her neighbors were unable to escape because the smoke in the hallway was so thick so they went out and waited on their balconies 
as firefighters got set up to start taking people down the stairs. Oh, man. And not the stairs of the apartment building of the fire trucks. Uh, that would be like the most terrifying thing ever. Without you, a doubt. you open your apartment door and it's just the thickest smoke. Oh, out. yeah. I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine that either. That'd be so scary. Three people, two men in their 60s and a man in his 50s were taken to hospital. They're going to be all right, though, which is good news. They also removed a number of pets from the building as well. They did say this, quote, from what I saw, nobody slipped on any of the ladders. The evacuation went very well. Good. So that's good. What is the thing to do? Wet a towel, put it at the base of your door, block that airflow? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Keep the smoke out. Get low. Yeah, get get low and get a wet towel for your face too, right? Yeah. 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 There's a picture of the scene up in the app, but it doesn't do it justice. I'll put a link to the video too. The smoke is just like, it's that churning sort of like Like billowing. thick, Yes, it's just so active. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Also, I see the firefighters there setting up some ladders. Yeah. Did they not have the ladder truck? Not, that's the photos in the news story is of the ladder truck. Oh, I've just got them oh. like with like some like This must be like the, the first fire truck that showed up. Maybe. Yeah, because it was a three alarm fire. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they put... Ex- oh, yeah, look at all those extension ladders. Damn, yeah. That's a lot. But then they got the guy in the bucket up there, too. Because I love the ladder truck. Mm-hmm. That's King Fire Truck, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. When you get the bus at the ladder truck, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a good that's day. Fire. Well, it's a bad day, but good day. <laughs> yeah. That's a fire. Yeah. So if there is one good thing out of this story, it looks like everybody's going to be okay. So that's, that's nice. Right. All right, step aside, Valentine's Day. Your time is over. It's time now for St. Patrick's Day, which, by the way, this year is on a Friday. Oh, yes. people are going to get messy. It's the day before Cardboard Cup. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. It sure is. Oh. oh so everybody's, everybody's yeah. going to be hungover. Or yeah. not show up. <laughs> or, or not drinking up. early and then we're stopping at six. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it sounds about right. Or if you don't want to drink any alcohol uh, at all, why not head over to return of what apparently one of Canada's favorites, the Shamrock Shake. Oh, yeah. At McDonald's is back. Apparently, guys, this is like one of their most popular shakes. Never had one. Is it uh, mint? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chocolate mint. And it's only available for a limited time. So Mm. it's creamy vanilla served with shamrock shake syrup, which is a refreshing hint of mint for that extra taste of luck. Mm. It's delicious. Yeah. Is it uh, in right now? Yeah. She's back. Yeah. yeah, She's back. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's right. Um, I haven't had a shamrock shake in years. I remember it being pretty good. It's a delicious shake. If you like mint. I like mint. Yeah. I like a little bit of ice cream. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a just a right of mint. They should make a tiny Perfect. little uh, McFlurry. Well, it's not a McFlurry. It's a milkshake. Or a milkshake. Like you would just want like yeah, a sample? I just need a little buddy. I don't need a big boy. Well, get a small. Well, is, well, I feel like small is probably still too big at McDonald's. Don't drink the whole thing, fatty. Do you like milkshakes? Uh, I do. A&W. He just, he strawberry. just ate all that milkshake. But there's so much milk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, really enjoy an A&W strawberry milkshake. Mm. That's good. I can crush that one. Yeah, I can't do it because of uh, tum issues. Bad tum. Yeah, bad tum. So um, I have to stay away from all things shake, including the shamrock shake. Mm, I love a shake. Yeah. Hmm. Does it? Uh, does a shamrock shake destroy you, Haley? I don't think I've ever had a shamrock shake. Uh-huh. Oh, destroy you. Well, <laughs> well, if it's fair. Yeah, Haley and I have a lot. Cause of your insides to melt. Yeah, we have a lot of the same. Usually, yeah. any uh, milkshake will kind of wreck my body a little bit. Mm. Yeah, but the one that's worth it is the one from Fat Burger. I, oh. like, I like their Oreo milkshake. Fat Burger does shake. milkshakes. Yeah. Oh. They, they scoop it with real ice cream right oh. in front of your face. It's oh. so good. Wow. <laughs> it's my favorite. Five Guys get into the shake game, too. Do they? Yeah. And? And they're knocking out of the park. Because you love Five Guys. You sure do. Oh, I sure do. Mm. What's your favorite shake? Like, on not on a novelty shake, oh, but on like a regular. Don't make me choose, Marcy. I don't know. 
Like you know what's incredible? Chocolate. Uh, oh, just like flavor? <laughs> yeah, flavor. Mm. Oh, yeah, just chocolate or like an Oreo. Yeah, I'm an Oreo like Cookies and cream. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the best shake. But okay. for me, that yeah, chocolate is... Uh, that's the cream of the crop. Th- I'd say that's the signature milkshake. Oh, I think strawberries. Uh, yeah, signature. Always, you always dr- grab a strawberry. That's the wrong. signature one. Yeah. When when you say milkshake, I say strawberry. Milkshake, <laughs> strawberry. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, no. what happens at that drive through day. Oh, <laughs> sometimes they play along. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> I agree. Strawberry is part of like the holy trinity with vanilla and chocolate, but yeah. I don't think it's the A one shake. It's not at the top, eh? Not no. for you. Chocolate. Mm. All right. Well, if you're looking for a career or if you're looking for a job, uh, you might want to look at um, working at Cineplex. Right now, there's over 100 open job postings at Cineplex across Canada and uh, one of the perks of working there is free movies and popcorn. Hey, how about that? Dang. So that's pretty cool. I thought I'd just throw that out there because I know uh, some people are looking for work every now and again so have a look over at Cineplex. At the end of the night, are you allowed to, like if you're an employee, are you allowed to take all the popcorn? Like okay. all the leftover popcorn? So I, I lived with uh, one of my roommates worked at uh, a movie theater and he used to come home with garbage bags full of popcorn. Like clear yeah. garbage bag. Like mm. a full garbage bag. And like the good full theater of popcorn. popcorn or non-buttered? Uh, well, no. It, I mean, he, he didn't butter it. We had to butter it on our own, obviously, because mm-hmm. the amount of butter that I like on it. <laughs> the bag would the be bag so would heavy. Be, <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have been able to take that home on the bus. But um, like it was the movie theater popcorn. Oh, so that's a good popcorn. Even without butter on it, it's yeah. uh, it was buttery delicious, you know? I never, I grew up small town. We didn't have a Cineplex. No. But I, I always thought that was the dream teen job. Was working at the theater. Working oh, at the movie yeah. theater. Like yeah. Fill popcorn bags. Just anything just in there. there. Yeah, just be yeah, part yeah. of the scene. Yeah. Getting on it. Right? Mm-hmm. Get all your teen buddies in. Right? Yeah. Sneaking them Sneak through. Sneaking them in. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, going to the movies is a bit of an investment these days, but it's fun. So you want to get the best experience for your money, right? Well, that includes finding the best seat. And now there's a system to that. Popular Science Magazine figured out the absolute best place to sit in a movie theater. And not surprisingly, it's right smack in the middle of the row. Mm-hmm. So you're, that you're lined up with the center of the screen. Yeah, so, I feel like it's middle, like top to bottom, yeah. and middle uh, left to right. Middle, middle. Yeah, middle, middle, middle. Not only do you get the best view, but the surround sound is actually designed to deliver the perfect balance in the center of the theater. Mm. So if you're sitting dead center, top to bottom, left to right, yeah. the sound is going to be impeccable. As for what row you choose, so if you find, some people say that the center is too close. They say you can get away with sitting about two-thirds of the way back. Hmm. So center to two-thirds of the way to the back wall. Mm-hmm. That's where audio engineers generally sit to test the sound system. I think, I, I, yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's worth the risk, though. There's a risk-reward to that seat. Because everyone's going to cram it. Well, you're surrounded by people. Yeah. Where I think you can still have a nice viewing experience from the wings or even from the very back. And that uh, lessens the chance of someone else wrecking the movie for you while you're enjoying yeah, it. I see. But the audio files would say no. Yeah, they'd notice. <laughs> they'd notice. Now, if uh, you don't want to be around a lot of people or if those rows are taken, yes. they say that you should always sit closer to the screen rather than further back. Mm, no. no, thanks. They say when you sit clo- closer, you have a better visual experience because it utilizes your peripheral vision more. Mm. Mm. I, no, feel, no. I feel like I'm moving my head around when I'm that close. Yeah, have you guys to ever catch sat, all the action. When I don't s- want to have my head up. Yeah, I don't have my head up. Yeah. Have you guys ever sat like front front yeah. row? Oh yeah. Like we've had to uh, MC like movie premieres and stuff. Yeah. And all the good seats are taken. 
uh, all the listeners uh, get every awesome yeah. seat, and we mm-hmm. just have to park right along the first row. Yeah, and you can't even see the movie. I don't even know why they have seats there. It's not an enjoyable experience. No, because you're constantly be aware of how close you are. Yeah, those so should be free tickets. Why do they build them so like close? Then why don't they build them further back and then extend the movie theater back further? <sighs> the well, they, size they, of the building. They did. They can just they just added. There always yeah, be room there, up there. There'll so always just, be more. I guess sell seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, guys, I worked at a movie theater for a few years back in the day. I met my husband and my best friends there for more than 15 years. We loved it. It was the most fun I ever had at a job. I mm. bet. That's awesome. This text here says, my brother brought two clear garbage bags of popcorn and free movie tickets with a plus one every now and again. Also, here in Edmonton, they get once a month at the rec room, a two-hour pass and up to four tickets. Oh, that's cool. That's cool as hell. If you're an employee there. Yeah. Hmm. Nice if, little perk. If you're working cinema, Cineplex or Landmark, though, are yeah. you doing everything? Or can I say, like, I just want to tear ticket stubs? I don't want to be I don't want to be sweeping the theater after. after oh, reviewing. I think you do everything. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Do they sweep or do they use a uh, like leaf blower and blow it all to the bottom? Because that could be fun. I think they sweep. Oh. I don't know if I've ever heard any leaf blowers going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've heard of that. That wouldn't be great for the theaters next door. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> because some people leave a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Crash, you grew up in the middle of nowhere. You didn't even go to a movie theater until you were like 19 years old. Yeah. Um, Ginger, why didn't you go work at the movie theater? We didn't, we didn't have one in our small town. Oh, you didn't have one either. Yeah, it wasn't an option. Yeah. Didn't have a big... Uh, uh, big theater, no. biggest Cineplex in Crossfield. <laughs> uh, no, we didn't. <laughs> but Don't I, worry, but we I didn't see one before I was thirty. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, no, Billy. <laughs> uh, Rach grew up small town though, Stetler. Yeah, and they had a theater. She worked the theater. Oh, like she the, worked it. Did she yeah. have the small town theater? Small town theater. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't describe it the same way that I imagine working as a theater is. A oh, team. she didn't like love it. Love it. I mm. thought it was fine. The closest theater to us growing up would have been the Beausager Theater, which would have been like one of those old, like one screen, like theater built in probably 1930. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it would run like I don't recall it running current movies, but it would run movies that are a couple years old, I think. And was it like the two dollar viewing kind of thing? Which now I think it's a pot shop in town. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) (laughs) Do theaters still have like a projectionist or is everything just digital now? Oh, I bet you it's all automated up there. Like is someone up there changing reels still like they used to with movies? I don't I don't I think they might. Like I don't think they do film. I don't think they do film. Yeah, I think it's all digital now. If you work at a movie theater, five, six, seven, eight, nine, are you up there like setting up the big film reels or is it all digital? It's gotta be digital now. I know me. Yeah, I don't probably, know. Probably the chain ones are all digital. I know there's some like theaters that still do film though, because some films are still shot on film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, I would uh, imagine everything's converted to digital. Like any of your, like a landmark or cineplex, those I have guess. to be digital. And I bet you no one's even up there running it. It's just a schedule. This is when it starts. That's a pretty cool job to put that like big wheel yeah. on. And then you got to change the reel like mid movie to sync it up and keep it going because yeah. not one reel's not big enough. Yeah. This text says, RE uh, theater jobs, you start a concession and work your way up. So concession is the lowest like entry level. And then you work your way I'd, up. I'd lock in a concession. Okay. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to move up to sweeping the theater. Yeah, you don't want to start. That might be yeah. part of concession. So you serve all the popcorn and uh, then you go clean it up. Oh, circle of life. Oh, once yeah. the the movie starts, you go empty. You go clean yeah. a theater that's not running. Crash. What is this photo that you've just posted on well, the that's app? That's the Beaux Theater, the Lyric Theater. Oh my God, that Bye. would be the closest theater to me growing up. Oh By my the God. way, if you don't have our app, please download it so you can see Crash's old. <laughs> 
movie theater. I like an old theater, right? Yeah. It I, has a smell to it. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Uh, the store beside it, what's a milk bar? Uh, the Mix Stop. The Mix Stop. I think it's like a little ice cream place. That oh. wasn't there when I was... Yeah, this when is more I popped in 22 there. Jump Street showing, so this is, this is post-crash. Oh. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah. why is that truck from 1955? That's just not locals. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm guessing that's probably the owner of the uh, theater. That's his promo. Oh, and that's, promo. His, like, mar- that's his promo car. It's his marquee, yeah. Okay, mm. all right. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, Hi, good. good. You used to work at a theater. Was it one of the big boys or a smaller one? It was the North Edmonton Cineplex. Oh, nice. It was right when it first opened. Oh, Beauty. fancy. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Actually, you're talking, you're talking about sweeping. Yeah. And you would just like have probably like five minutes when they had the big rushes. And you just go all hands on deck. Everybody, get in there. Sweep, sweep, sweep. And you just back and forth sweeping. You used to be under the seats, below the seats. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to clean up so nobody could step on it and see yeah. it. <laughs> as long as you couldn't see it, that was clean. That was considered clean. So how many how many of you guys were running in there to sweep at once? Um, Probably a good six of us. Wow. <laughs> We'd pick up all the garbage and it was like, okay, quick in and out, get the garbages in, out, and then on to the next. I it guess, yeah, yeah, the turnaround time's got to be pretty quick. Was that like the, yeah. oh, were you just the theater sweeper or did you like do concession and then jump onto the sweep? It was, uh, so they considered it like floor. You were right. on the floor. Okay. And you know what? Honestly, everybody loved that. Everybody <laughs> really? loved it. They'd rather do, they like doing that more than the concession because it's like you're getting splattered with butter you get burned and it's awful oh so yeah you'd rather be sweeping Sweeping yeah because we thought Mm -hmm. yeah we thought sweeping was like the lowest on the totem pole no it's no they loved it and taking the tickets and it was just like because you got to chat with everybody you were working with yeah yeah the time go by how many of your friends did you let in um, <laughs> every single friend. Every single friend. <laughs> also, um, digital or film? Um, it was film. Yeah, they had to change out all of the reels. Yeah, all of the reels upstairs. Was yeah. this a bit ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, the new one on the north side. On the north, uh, yeah. So like Christie's Corner there, like yeah. the North Edmonton Theater. Mm. Yeah, How that one ago? there, that VIP. How long ago was that? Um, probably a good like. 15 years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah film years totally makes film, sense yeah. on that. Huh. Very uh, cool. All right. Okay. Thanks, Melissa. Yeah. Thanks, Melissa. Have a great day, guys. You, too. you too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. I didn't think about all the burns you'd put your skin through working concession. Yeah, maybe it's not the greatest. Yeah, yeah because mm-hmm. we, we we rail against it every year. We've Well, not rail against We've talked about <laughs> We'll have the uh, events here, and we yeah. serve popcorn and cotton candy. And we before. don't like it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> it's, it's awful. It's the worst. Making popcorn is hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. I, got, I ran it last time we did it, and yeah. I got so many burns. I yeah. did, too. From that stupid popcorn machine. Yeah, we all got burned. Oh. It's the worst. Yeah. Uh, Dalin, how you doing? Hey, Dalin. Hello? Hello. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. How are you? Oh, good, we're doing good. good. We're doing good. Uh, you're currently working at a Cineplex, right? Yeah, I work in the VIP section. Ooh, Ooh. how about that? And um, I was going to mention, um, essentially, like, Crash, if you don't want to do any sweeping, that's where it's at, uh, because uh, you could be a runner or a host and never have to worry about that. Oh, good oh, cool. point. Good point. Yeah, VIP. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and there's also... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, is uh, I don't know if you would know, but is the film, is it actual film or is it digital now up in that booth? You know what? That's a very good question. Uh, it's all digital. And uh, the only time a manager goes up there is essentially if there's something wrong. 
Yeah, I bet you. Yeah, so it's it probably all, all automated. There's no film guy back there anymore. Oh. No, there isn't. Yeah. Huh. Do you enjoy uh, the, the VIP more than just like the regular theater? Absolutely. Uh, one of the perks uh, working there is I get the VIP tickets. So nice. um, I do enjoy it. I, you know, even when um, it's because one of the roles is servers and they're the ones that like end up cleaning the theater after. Uh, and because the seats are like not as many as the traditional side, yeah, it's yeah. easy to clean, um, comfy chairs. So there's a uh-huh. lot of benefits. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty that's cool. That's sweet that you get VIP passes. That's a too. good job. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, Dolan. Thanks, awesome. Dolan. Thank you. Okay, bye. Do you think Dolan socializes with the people who work on the regular side of the theater? No. or No, no I think no. there's a great no. divide there. Yeah, yeah it's no. a great divide. I don't think he wastes his time. Unicorns <laughs> <laughs> don't play with long necks. <laughs> right, yeah. Is there, if you're theater too, not a bad gig for if you're into like a bit of voyeurism. Because right? things things go down at the theater, oh, yeah. and especially now with these like they have those like snuggle seats, and the, where the, it's like a tiny couch yeah. for you and your uh, yeah. loved ones, and the divider that can go up. Yeah, yeah, like it must be a real show in there. A lot of heavy petting, a lot of hands, a lot of hand work. Well, you would get kicked out if that was not when the lights oh, are down. All you don't they don't catch everything. You've never had done heavy petting at a theater. If I saw that heavy at a theater, petting. I would make a complaint. <laughs> well, obviously. Yeah. Oh, God, I would get yeah. up and I would go over to the. If someone was crunching Usher. too loud, you'd make a complaint. And I'd be like, listen, there's some inappropriate business. And the teen would be like, oh my God, I'll go look. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> this text here, 56789, says, hey guys, I once went to a Now Radio Carnival. Crash and Mars were doing the cotton oh. candy. Mars was mad because the machine wasn't working. <laughs> yeah. And when it does work, the ca- cotton candy gets stuck to your arm hair. So when you oh. pull it off, it's like getting waxed. It's, yeah, that's another one. That's the worst. <laughs> and then like hornets are flying around. Yeah, and the hornets. It's the worst. It's, yeah. the worst. it's wasp bait. There's yeah. a reason why I was mad. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's their memory of our carnival. Mars pissed off. <laughs> Not a fun time. No. Because they were chumming the air for wasps. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. That was awful. Bad. Well, and we do it right in the season when wasps are at their most aggressive. Yeah. yeah the time. end of the summer. Yeah, they're angry. When they're mad in September because it's going to yeah. get cold. You know who Ugh. never uh, worked those machines? Management. Nope. <laughs> never. No. The people who make the decision should work the machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See how long that lasts. You made the decision to bring these machines That's in. That's right. <laughs> that is right. All right, let's be honest. We're not going to shame you. Have you ever had to avoid your kids for about a half an hour or so because you were just too overwhelmed? Well, if you did... You're not alone. A new poll asked parents how they avoid their kids when that happens. And here are the top two strategies. 40% admit that they've had to lock themselves in the bathroom to hide from their children for an approximate time of 11 minutes. That's on average. You need that little break. Yeah, you just, you're overwhelmed. You need a break. Mm -hmm. How long are you in your bathroom for? Oh, unreasonable amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kids think I have IBS or something. (laughs) They do. I remember thinking my dad had a real bad problem. Yeah. But because uh, he was just locked in the bathroom, sure, yeah. he'd be in there for like forty-five minutes. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. One well, now with little phones, breather, yeah. You could you could crush an hour on TikTok easy. in the bathroom. Easy. Oh, easily. <laughs> like my dad was reading magazines yeah. or like flyers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thirty-four percent of parents say their next move is pretend to be asleep. But apparently it's not as effective as locking yourself in the bathroom. Because I feel like they'll wake you up anyway. Yeah. yeah. They'll try. Yeah. Like they will they care. pull at your eyelids? Yeah. Jump on you. <laughs> Yeah. Poke you. The oh. poll also asks top items parents with young kids feel like you have to have on you at all times. And those answers include snacks, toys and games, a smartphone or tablets to keep them busy, wet wipes and books. 
and one third of parents said that they must at all times have some sort of a coffee drink nearby. Mm. I like to keep hydrated. Yeah. yeah, that's important. Sure, sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, snacks are key. Mm. I've turned into a uh, uh, real dad move, which my mom did when I was a kid. I thought it was disgusting. Yeah, but I've slowly become her. Oh no, I'm peeing sitting down. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm also <laughs> carrying Kleenex in my pocket. <laughs> I always have Kleenex on. I know. That yeah. was such a mom thing. And it was yeah. always like, well, use Kleenex that she yeah. hands you. Yeah. And you wipe your face and you can feel the crusties from before on it. You're like, ugh. Yeah, she didn't wipe it and throw it away. No. It back into the pocket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a little more liberal with tossing it. But I always have, like, if I walk by a Kleenex box, I'll grab a couple Kleenexes. And just stuff them in. Because I don't get to need them later. Yeah. You're wiping wow. something. How many make it into the washing machine? I was just going to say. So many. Yeah. You're <laughs> constantly. Picking out the oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's just constant. Oh, that sucks. All right. There was a trend a little while back where people were streaming themselves sleeping, posting live hour long videos of it. It was meant to be therapeutic and not just weird. We talked about it here on this show. Well, now people are apparently posting live feeds of themselves working. Oh, I saw this. So. Imagine, I mean, I guess it's kind of like watching now TV. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. we do that. Yeah, yeah. But we're also, in a sense, like entertaining. We're not yeah, just media, sitting there. Yeah. This stream is watching someone just sitting at a desk, typing away on a computer. I watched an accountant the other day. Did you? Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know why I'm watching this. And they're just like... Where's the camera? Uh, their camera is just like pointed from the so side. It's just like a profile yeah, of them. I, I couldn't see the screen. Yeah, it was yeah. a side profile. Did they and ever clicking away? They ever acknowledge the camera? No, the one I watched didn't. How long did you watch for? Uh, I, th- I probably gave it a good like uh, five minutes. Oh, okay. Minutes? Anyone stop by the desk? Any chit chat? No, no chit chat. Do you know where it, they were in the world? Uh, no, I didn't do that much research into it. I'm guessing probably U.S. or something. I feel like wh- while I was watching it, it was kind of Yule loggy. That's what they say it does for you. Because I was waiting for them to, there's a coffee mug beside them. And I'm like, drink that coffee. Drink that coffee. And then like a couple minutes in, I'm like, yes. So the coffee sip (laughs) is the fire stoke. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Now, some people who work remotely or who are at home all day alone working say that if they stream somebody else working beside them, it mimics being at the office with other people around. Oh, that makes sense. You could also just like go into the office, but you'd rather stay home, I suppose, and mm-hmm. just stream. Some people are calling this body doubling or parallel working. One woman who does it streams five hours of herself working every day on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Now, she's a data analyst and she occasionally takes breaks to answer questions from people in her comments section. She has over 100,000 followers. Followers, her daily streams often get thousands of people watching, thousands of views. She describes it as working alone together. So is there a benefit to this or is it a complete waste of time? I think it's a benefit. That's what they're saying. So supposedly body doubling can help people who struggle with ADHD and loneliness uh, for people who are working at home, as well as people who have trouble focusing in a remote environment. I would love it just as like a curious little kitty for jobs that I don't know anything about. Yeah. Like imagine like a... The uh, voyeur cam. Yeah, like a cam yeah. like in a hospital or something like that. Like someone just click clacking away on the computer. Yeah. I don't know if that's for me. Yeah. No, you look for different things. Like I was looking for them to drink coffee. Right. But I, I don't think I could watch that for an hour. But I would love to see like, you know, if I could just click onto like an industry I know little of. Yeah, just yeah. watch them go about their day for a bit. 
See what like the hell's going on in there. Like a 911 call center. Yes. Just have a camera running. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would yeah. be rad. Unedited, it's just a live mm-hmm. stream. I'd what call a- in to see myself on it. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, the incredible no. <laughs> What about if there was like a live stream of like a construction crew at a new build? Oh, oh I think that would get a lot of views. <laughs> you think I'd that? Watch that. Yeah, you see, think people well, would watch that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that one would be a hit. Yeah. What about a dentist chair? No. Mm, I don't know why you would. No. I would watch that. No, I'd hear the drill and I'd immediately switch the feeds I'd go somewhere <laughs> else. <laughs> no! What about, uh, what else could you, because you couldn't stream in a school, obviously. I think even in uh, the back of like a fast food joint. Or like a kitchen even, something like that. Like, yeah. A, yeah. like a high-end restaurant kitchen. Ooh. Sure, you know yeah, who, yeah. the hell out of that. You know who I would watch a live stream of? Uh. A house cleaner. Oh. oh okay. I would watch a live stream of somebody clean a house. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Huh. I guess the point of this though is because it is called body doubling. Is that the person working is working alongside you, so you're both on your computers, right? So it feels like yeah. So it feels yeah. like you're at the office. Do you try to like for people that are really into it? Are you trying to watch someone who's in your line of work as well? I think so. Yeah. So it feels like you're working alongside somebody, mm-hmm. or you could just you know go work with people in your mm-hmm. office, but. Like, Ginge, would you fire up uh, another producer when you go into your oh, office yeah, yeah. and just watch that, them yeah. work? Get in that headspace. <laughs> <laughs> Someone says train conducting. Yes. Oh. I would love to see what goes on in there. Train nerds. Yeah. I wonder if we'd be disappointed because there's probably a lot of just kicking back. But uh, like every like, you know, seven or eight hours, you'd see him work that horn. Right. And it'd be, be all like, yes. worth it. <laughs> be all worth it. This story is insane. And I don't know if we're going to find anybody who has ever experienced this, but let's try. 780-489-4669 is our phone number here. Text us if you like as well at 56789. You know we would love to hear from you this morning. A Hawaii tour company is being sued for $5 million because a couple complains they were left marooned in the ocean Uh during one of the company's snorkeling trips. Alexander and Elizabeth from California booked the experience with Maui Sail Company. They went on the 10 a.m. expedition with 42 other passengers. They were told that the boat would anchor for an hour while they snorkeled in the ocean. But they soon got caught up in some choppy water and were unable to make their way back to the boat. Oh, my God. After 15 minutes of struggling against the waves, the boat then left them. (gasps) No. No. They watched the boat pull away oh my god no i'm guessing that they were in a life preserver like a life vest you'd have to be well yeah if you're doing those excursions right you're usually in a vest yeah you've been drinking they make sure you float but weren't they snorkeling they were snorkeling, yeah. Yeah, you, they always give you They that. always give you a life, life vest. Oh, they weren't diving under. It was just the no, snorkeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. snorkel. So apparently they tried to like stay where they were, but that led them into deeper waters. Oh the current started to pull them out. Oh, God. I guess all 44 passengers got in the water at around 10.50 and returned to the boat at various times. I guess they didn't do a passenger count before pulling anchor and leaving. We've done our fair share of those, and... Like the operators, kind of, they're kind of shoddy. Yeah. They're like I don't think they, I don't recall ever them doing a head count. Yeah. The trick is to befriend somebody on the boat that you don't know. Yeah. So that they notice that you're gone. Oh, that's a that's a good move. Yeah. yeah. I usually chat with people and like, oh my gosh, make sure that they get me before you leave. Yeah. Buddy system. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. I guess usually with us, though, when you see a bunch of people heading back to the boat, you just head back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The lawsuit alleges that they were facing waves up to eight feet in height. Oh. And they realized that their only chance of survival was swimming to the island of Lanai. 
Jeez. Apparently, oh they were able to swim to the shore of the island, but they were in bad shape, claiming that they were fatigued and dehydrated. I bet. So while they were there, they then... Okay, I've never been to the island of Lanai. Is there anybody on it? Because apparently then they turned to a more traditional method of getting attention, including writing SOS and help in the sand. Yeah, I'm going to say there's not much going on on that wow. island. Yeah, everyone's saying, too, it's like that open water movie. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, actually, they got left behind. Yeah. yeah. They were found by local Lanai residents where they were given water, food, and a cell phone. Oh. Oh, my gosh. That'd be just terrifying. <sighs> I couldn't imagine that. No. Apparently, the tour never noticed. Like, not oh. once. Not like, like getting went, back. They got back, and they're like, yeah. everyone's like, yay, that was fun. Yeah. Three hours after the couple had gone missing, the tour admitted that they didn't notice anybody was missing. They said they had no idea. Oh, my God. Jeez. But like I said, they don't do checks. No. There's no checks whatsoever. Yep. Make friends on the boat. Yeah. And there's so many people on these boats. Yeah. That's too many people for a boat ride. Mm. There's no like head count or anything done at the end of the tour? We've never been on one where there was a head count. I've never seen a head count. Mm -hmm. They said that in this case, the first mate made three head counts and twice had said that they were two people short of 44. (gasps) And then counted a third time and was like, nope, I was wrong. 44 people are here. <laughs> Pull, Let's the go. Anchor. Pull the anchor. Holy crap. That's crazy. It's been a minute, but that open water movie, Ugh. I think they were counting like, because they did a count in that movie, but I think they were counting like the tanks because they were, they were, oh, they were uh, scuba, scuba diving. diving. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. So it was even worse. They didn't yeah. have like flotation devices. Right. I yeah. think they were just counting the tanks and a couple had rolled under a bench or something like that. And they're like, hmm. Yeah. You could, when that boat left, like they, you could be under the water if you're scubing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And you'd surface up. And everything's gone. And they're gone. Yeah. Oh my god! When That's we were terrifying. scuba diving, oh. I did think about that because it's not like they dropped anchor, right? <laughs> we just like yeah, fall. We off. So we, yeah, we fall off the side of the boat backwards, and we go in the ocean. And like you're deep, you're like 60, 80 feet down, and you can see like boats flying over you, oh. like propellers and stuff. And then all of a sudden, there's just nothing there. Yeah. And when you come up. You think that you're in the same area where the boat is, and there's no boat. Right, because the currents moved everything. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you guys did it in uh, chopping conditions. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We were were in great. That was the craziest experience of my life. Chop. So much chop. You don't want that much chop. You don't notice it below, but when you get up top, my God. It wasn't chop. I mean, I guess it was chop, but it wasn't like chop, 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 chop water. It was more like up and down. Because I would go up because I was in the water. Um, waiting for Crash and our dive and um, our dive tour our instructor guy to come with us and I don't know there was some mucking around on the boat mm. so while I was in the water yeah. I would go up and see Crash and the boat way down oh. here Ooh. and then I would go down and I would see the Crash and the boat way above like me 10 foot swells it felt like yeah it, fe- it felt pretty big yeah. thanks he was but yeah, you come day. up and you're like, where's the boat? And he's like, it'll be here. It'll and be you're like, here. what? And then you get at the it top of this big wave and you see the boat oh, way the boat. down there. And then you're back in the swell. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you need to wear like a buggy whip when you go scuba diving. Yeah. <laughs> People can find you. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the worst part about it is getting back on the boat in a swell like so that. So hard. You're going to end up with like bruised legs. Our and you body have, got smashed into the side of the boat. <laughs> yeah. And like the water will smash you. You got to be oh. really, you got to have good upper body strength. You got to be strong. Yeah. It's really weird. Oh. So here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Have you ever been on an excursion? And it doesn't have to be water. It can be landlocked as well. And did you get left behind? Like you were on your bus on your way to your hotel, you stopped, uh, got off the bus at a gas station to grab yourself a red stripe, 
came out of the gas station and your bus is gone. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. Yeah. That would have been real drag. Or on a nightmare level like these people where you snorkeling and came up and your boat started to leave. Maybe you stopped a boat from leaving or a bus from leaving because the people weren't there. Let us know. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about this wild story where a California couple is suing a tour company in Hawaii after leaving them at sea and abandoning them during a snorkeling trip on their honeymoon. They were forced to swim a half a mile to shore, write SOS and help in the sand. The tour company, uh, they're suing for $5 million after they miscounted boat passengers. Which is crazy Mm -hmm. and would be terrifying to be left out in the ocean. So we're asking you guys, uh, were you on like a tour? And it doesn't have to be on the sea. It can be on the land as well, where you were just left behind, like the bus left you. If you're able to make it to an island, uh, how how soon after are you killing an animal to eat it? Pretty well, soon. Right away. You gotta secure food. Something's <laughs> yeah. hard. Right? Because nighttime's coming. You gotta even, protect yourself. Even, like, I mean, these people found some locals with, like, cell phones. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe they could have waited on the SOS and help. <laughs> Two know. hours in, I'm already, like, full bush living. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's, like, a motel. <laughs> there's a McDonald's two blocks down. <laughs> yeah. Of neon lights through the bush. Yeah, he just had right. to look a little his bit. his handprint on a volleyball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, 7804-4669 if you got a story here. Um, Nikki can start things. How you doing, Nikki? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. Hi. Uh, you uh, unfortunately got left behind on an excursion, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. On purpose. On purpose? On purpose? Interesting. What? Okay, what happened here? Uh, so I was in New Zealand and I was doing a caving excursion. Yeah. And I stepped on a rock wrong and destroyed my ankle. Oh. And so, so the guide had to, the only way to get me out from, you know, way below the earth was to find the wheelchair access ramp that goes down into the cave. Yeah. And so he got me there and then he left me there because he had to go and tell the other guide that we had made it to there. Mm. So I was there by myself in this cave and all I had was a light and I was in shock and I was injured and all I could think about was how this is how I was going to die and that if my light went off, I would I would just die. Yeah, you're just hoping that someone will come back to get you. You're hoping someone well, relayed yeah, the message. He knew you were there, so I would imagine that the first thing he would do is go to get you help, right? You hope. Oh, of course, but when you're in shock and you're injured and you're in a cave, you just assume that, you know, he's just lying to you to make you feel better. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. How long did you sit by yourself with your busted up ankle? Uh, about 20 minutes, and then he came back, and we somehow managed to get me from the water up onto the wheelchair ramp. Yeah. And then he left me again so he could go all the, go all the way up to the top and get the wheelchair to bring back down to me. Oh, man. Holy cow. Oh, that's tough. The 20 minutes, did that feel like the longest 20 minutes of your life? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you're just sitting there and it's quiet. You're like dripping water well, in yeah, the rocks. Yeah, you're, you're like, is he coming back? Like, yeah. is this, like, can I trust this person? Yeah. Just lost in your thoughts. <laughs> oh, the oh, well, worst. We're, we're glad you're not in that cave anymore, Nikki. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, and the, okay, the company good. was amazing. They were really, really great. They even, like, uh, the, the guy that had gotten me out of the caves, he even came and picked me up at the hospital and drove me back to where the rest of my tour was. Oh, I got, oh uh, that's nice. Checked out. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, All that's right. nice. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Nick. You betcha. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. 
yeah having like you're broken Mm -hmm. and you're the guy who's hiking with you is like i've got to go and get help you have to wait here alone i'd chew off my ankle chew my foot off I don't need it. This text here, 56789, says, Hey guys, I went on a trip with a friend and was left at the excursion to see Stonehenge. My phone was off for my data, so my alarm didn't ring to signal for me to go back to the bus. My friend went on the bus and said that she tried to call me. She quickly ran around the bus, didn't see me. So she got on the bus and said, Well, I guess you should go then. My friend is gone. What? That's a terrible friend. <laughs> I, was so, I was so peeved. Um, if the situation was the other way around, I would have waited for my friend to come back. Yeah. Even if the bus would have left. I've told this story to others and everyone was like, I can't believe she left you. Did yeah. she think that you just like got a ride with someone else? Maybe. That's not how excursions work. <laughs> no, you got like Kaylee was just talking about the buddy system. Yeah. You got to buddy it up. Especially, we don't know the full power of Stonehenge yet. No. Who knows what happens at night there? Oh, God. Don't leave your friends there. Ritual sacrifices. Yeah. Uh, John, how you doing? Good, how are you? Ah, Doing fantastic. Uh, Was there a time when uh, you were left behind? Like, you were traveling somewhere and then you ended up getting left behind? There was. I was on, uh, actually, this, like, surfing camp in Costa Rica. Yeah. And it was about halfway through, and uh, we were on this new destination. We just arrived there that day. I went out surfing for the afternoon, had like actually my best session, so I was stoked and I kept nice. kind of kept going and yeah. stayed for a while. Yeah. And then I came back came back into shore, looked for my sandals, someone had stolen them. Oh. And then the whole group was gone. No and I was standing there in swim trunks with a surfboard in the middle of nowhere that I don't know where we are in Costa Rica thinking I have no money, I have no wallet, I have no, and I didn't speak Spanish at the time. Oh, yeah, you literally have nothing. You don't even have footwear to walk. No, so I just waited patiently. (laughs) Thankfully, they came back. They'd gone and checked into the accommodation and stuff, and they they knew I was out there, so they came back to get me. Oh, thank God. About an hour. About About an an hour. hour. And, like, throughout that hour, you just kind of sat there and waited. You're like, I really hope they come, well, but there is a chance that they're not going to, when right? When you're watching the sun, because in Costa Rica, it sets at, like, 6 o'clock. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was getting dark, and I was oh. preparing for sleeping outside under something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, work, I was work That hour was spent working my way through, like, what are my options here? Like, exactly. What do, yeah, I do? what do I do? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad they came back for you. That would have sucked. No kidding. <laughs> okay, thanks for, sh- yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, John. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Have a great day. You too, man. Bye-bye. Like, I thought surfer groups were all, like, tight with each other. They're too loosey-goosey. Oh. Like, they should have seen that John wasn't there. Which is nuts. He said that he was getting ready to sleep outside. He was planning. On a Costa Rican oh. beach. What else, what else do you do? You have no money. Oh. You have no footwear. Well, you could you could probably walked. Maybe it was sleep one of on the... Board. Yeah, it might have been a remote beach. There's always somebody selling sarongs. Mm-hmm. You know, they've always got them like flying in the wind. Not in a remote area. Yeah. If there's one thing you should do before you travel is learn how to say help in the language of the country you're going yeah. to. Yeah, I thought you were going to say buy a sarong. No. <laughs> also that. Just you should always buy a sarong and also dicker with that sticker. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. never yeah. pay the price. Yeah. Never pay that price. <laughs> um, let's do uh, Tara. Hello. Hi. Hey. Uh, you were on an excursion uh, and you weren't left behind. Someone else got left behind, right? That's correct. Yeah, what happened here? So we were on a tour where we went out on a boat. We picked up this girl. She happened to sit beside my husband on the bus. And she was from Boston. She was single. 
pretty girl, and so we went out on the excursion, and the staff on the excursion took a liking to her. Oh. Some other people made friends with her. Yeah. And she had a hat and a purse and her phone. That's it. Yeah. So we've done our full day excursion. We're in the water, and her phone is now soaking wet. Oh. And she, she is not working. So someone from the tour came on the boat or on the bus as we're heading an hour and a half back to our resort, takes her off saying, I'll get you rice to fix your phone. Yeah. And she never, she never came back. Oh, my God. Um, that sounds like an abduction. <laughs> so two of the girls from our resort had befriended her. So I saw them the next day and they said, hey, did you ever get a hold of that girl? They said, no, we sent messages and nothing's going through. And I'm like... She doesn't have money. She pays with her phone. How is she going to get back after an hour and a half? Like, right? how is that even possible? Yeah, yeah. So I scoured the news because I thought it would be kind of interesting to see if there's a missing girl from Boston, but she never reappeared back on the bus. They just took her. I, like, that's how the story ends? She just never showed up again? never showed up again but they did head count us like continually every time we went somewhere they're like okay we're 37 and this time we were 36 oh my god and then it just stayed as 36 they're like she's fine well, don't worry about must her have, like brought her back to the hotel or something so. i would think I so. Hope so i would think so i would hope so but i mean i don't trust some of the people on the tours they're a little bit sketchy their photography yeah. crew yeah oh my god that's and uh she was very girl and i was like oh i hope she has survival skills yeah always, the group. Oh, always stay with the group always stay with the group yeah what a oh story thanks tara thanks tara this this is the crash and mars podcast so this is a disappointing poll uh edmontonians have been raising concerns about the quality of safety on the city's transit systems and now a new survey result supports all those complaints according to a new poll one in four canadians don't feel safe while riding public transit systems across the country here in edmonton we are the most fearful mm. out of all of the cities oh. well, we've had bad stuff go down we have right in alberta two-thirds of respondents feel that recent acts of violence are isolated incidences, meaning the majority of Albertans believe that there is a trend in Canada of increased violence. 45% of people believe that the recent acts of violence are isolated. 17% of Albertans are avoiding using transit at all, which is three points higher than the national average. Mm. Hmm. Other measures people across the province are taking to say, stay safe on transit include not traveling alone and not taking transit at night if you don't have to. And unfortunately, like that's uh, the only option for people. For yeah, some well, people, for right? some people, yeah. yeah. It's like, damn it, I gotta, I gotta take my life into my own hands to take transit. I mean, you shouldn't have to take your life. <laughs> like, it's so, it's well, ridiculous. And, and the city wants people using transit. They want more people on there. Oh, exactly, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're pushing for it. Yeah, yeah. In December, the province launched a task force to address the social unrest in Edmonton. They say that the task force will implement recovery-oriented initiatives in the Edmonton metropolitan region. Um, I'm not sure what recovery-oriented initiatives mean. I'm guessing like the recovery of transit? Like the recovery of safety? Recovery of safety? Bring safety back? Recovery like addiction recovery? Like mental health recovery? Well, maybe. Possibly? Is what they mean, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So they're going to hopefully focus on that as part of an urban public safety and community intervention strategy. They say they will continue to grind every day to ensure everyone in Edmonton 
uh, has treatment that they need until every person commuting to and from work feels safe in their community. Mm-hmm. Has anybody seen any results of that? I mean, it was, I guess, only in December. Yeah. January, February, March. Uh, a couple months. Should see a little bit of change, but... Uh, hmm. Yeah. But out of all of the cities across the country that have public transit, Edmontonians are the most fearful of taking public transit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Need to beef up that security. Yeah, or I... This text here, 56789, says, I feel like Toronto is worse. I think Toronto's got a lot of security on there. I Yeah, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really 100% sure. I was there, so I would imagine they wouldn't have taken that away. I've only seen the like really horrible Toronto stories, but well, according to this poll, Edmontonians are more fee- fearful mm. than Torontonians. But it doesn't yeah. mean it's less safe than Toronto. Yeah. It yeah, just yeah. means we're more afraid. We're more afraid. Mm-hmm. There's also, there are a lot, uh, I guess I was only using the subway when I was there, but it was like packed. Yeah. That yeah. makes a difference too. Like oh, when, yeah. there's, when there's a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah whereas ours you walk little, down the landing and you're like, hmm. Ours is a little more sparse. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So hopefully their initiatives are going to work or we're going to see some improvement there. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully we see some. Improvement. Hopefully we see something that makes a difference. Uh, this text here, 56789 says this, the Edmonton um, transit has a job posting. They're hiring up to 43 new transit peace officers. Hopefully yeah. that makes a difference. That could help. Yeah. Well, that was the move, right? They're going to yeah. put a bunch of peace officers. Because just right. uh, the presence helps. Yeah. Right. Just having a couple extra bodies around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully we see some changes there. So we're able to take our public transit and take a lot of it and take it like all the time. Mm-hmm. Go to hockey games or sure, go yeah, downtown yeah. or, you know, I don't know, go to the mall once that's open. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Canada seems to be known for a lot of things when presented on the world stage. Things like maple syrup, publicly funded healthcare, cool banknotes. Animals with like huge antlers. That's what Canada's known for. But now it looks like we're known for something else. A new ranking from the UK based lingerie company, Pour Moi, suggests that we are very attractive. Oh, hey. They crunched the data to discover which country has the most attractive citizens. I mean, I guess if you're looking for a place to travel if you don't live in Canada, and it looks like Canadians coming in in the top. We're in the top five. Top five. We're coming in at number five for the most attractive people. But like we're, here. we're covered up majority of the year. I know. I know, because it's so cold. <laughs> we're so cold. But apparently we do have an attractiveness score that puts us in top five when it comes to countries. Number one, India. Number two, USA. Number three, Sweden. Number four, Japan. And number five, Canada. Hmm. Nice. I just went to the uh, website, pourmoi.co.uk, just to verify that it is a legit website. Yes. Yeah, I'm in the the swimwear summer category, and Uh it looks like a legit legit website. Credible. Very credible. All right. Okay. You'll stand behind it? Yeah, they know good looks. Okay. Uh, They even went so far, and I have no idea how that they found or I guess imagined these AR renderings to look like Canadians. Also, they are both white people, very Caucasian. But they said that they did use AI technology to discover what attractive nations white look like and put out what they think that someone who identifies as male and female would look like as a Canadian. Oh. And there they are there. Oh, they used AI for this. They used AI for that. You just head on the street, baby. How does that look? Gorgeous people all around. dripping with hotties. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not like, Crash loves to ask people where they're from. 
Um, I don't think that's appropriate. I'm curious because I love to travel. <laughs> <laughs> oh but God. so it's tough to compare, like you know, country to country. But there definitely is a lot of attractive people in this country. Oh yeah, big time. Oh, for sure there is. Yeah. And part of the beauty of Canada is we have people from all over the world. Exactly. So we get a little, you know. Yeah. We get a little bit of everything. It's a beautiful yes. hot melting yes. pot. Yeah, we get a little bit of sprinkle from everywhere. Mm. Now, some people are saying that they disagree that um, Brazil should come in sixth. Some people say that people in Brazil are hotter than people in the USA and more attractive than people in Canada. But according to this poll, the mm. answer is suck at Brazil. Mm-hmm. Too bad. We got <laughs> it. We got it. Yeah, we did indeed. Mm-hmm. Brazil got them butts, though. Yeah, they do. Yeah. The other thing that makes me think that this study might be a little bizarre is Switzerland came in last. What? And aren't really? the, Swiss, the Swiss usually very attractive? Some, there's some hot Swiss people. Yeah, I thought that they were all like super pretty. Yeah. What is our cliche attractive countries? Italians? Uh, How did Italy do? Uh, let me see. Where is Italy on this list? Yeah, Italy should be right Italy there. came in eighth. Yeah, all right. France. The French. Yeah, France should be right up there. Uh, France came seventh. in seventh. Scotland. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're into the Scots. Oh, yeah. God, am I ever. Yeah. Haley melts for the Scots. Oh. Yeah, that the the accent, the voice. I like their, like, rugged look, too. They oh. just look like they could chop wood all day. I don't day. know if they're like... <laughs> <laughs> Haley's more into the lumberjack. Yeah. They didn't even put... I'm looking... I don't even see Scotland on the list Scotland here. didn't really? even make the list? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, that is too bad. So they just imported like a like just tons of Canadian faces and like I, I, all these no, countries. I'm they just sure imported they all their stuff and they're like, well, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they are fake humans. Yeah. But they are. Hot. He does look if you if you go stereotypical like uh, portrayed in the movie Canadian, it is a lumberjack living in the woods. Yeah, that's and right. This this AI guy has lumberjack vibes. He does yes. have lumberjack, yeah. yeah. If his uh, collar had a little plaid on it, he'd be like bang on Canadian, right? Yeah. He's got wood chopping energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tasha in the fort says, I'm laughing because the AI version of the woman looks like me with a Botox touch-up. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Good for you. Yeah, Good for not you, bad, Tash. Not bad. Yeah. They both have piercing eyes. They do. My God. Are we, as Canadians, known for our piercing eyes? Maybe. It is always... Um, uh, shocking when you stumble upon someone who has like piercing, piercing eyes, eyes. Right? yeah piercing like eyes. you catch your eyes and then like I feel like you stare like a second or two too long you're like oh no well yeah. it's nice too because we all love to we, we you can't but we all love to think about people's bodies but you can never comment on them no, no. You uh, can comment on eyes. You can always comment on you eyes. Comment yeah. on eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some weird loophole. Usually because you're never saying anything bad about them. Yeah. Like right. Like what are you saying about somebody's yeah, you're not eyes? Say I hate your eyes. Or like, are your eyes pregnant? Like, no, you're <laughs> never. Because they're bulgy. But even yeah. you, can, you can compliment eyes. You can, can compliment eyes. Can you compliment a mouth? No, um, it's creepy. Smile. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. How else would you compliment even, a mouth? Even smiles. What? Yeah. You're like, you know what? You, if, you have an amazing smile. I mean, that's nice. That's I, I nice. suppose that's yeah. nice. Yeah. I have yeah. people compliment your my smile. smile puts a smile on my face. Yeah. yeah. But don't tell me I like your mouth. <laughs> Damn. That's weird. You, you, you got, got good a, mouth. You got a big old mouth, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you got good mouth. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, don't phrase it that way. But damn, girl, you got a good smile on you. Even no? eyes. What are you saying? You got pretty eyes? Yeah, like if you said I, to don't me, use like. you pretty because. People can take pretty. That's what I mean. How, how are you complimenting? You're like, oh my god, I love your eyes. What? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I think guess. you got to be more cash. Don't be weird about it. 
Mm-hmm. But even then, should we talk about eyes? I don't know. It feels weird. Like if if someone that I just met was like, "Oh my god, you have amazing eyes." Actually, I'd really enjoy that's that. That's really nice. Yeah, that is, I'd be like, "Thank you." Yeah, that's a really nice compliment. That is nice. That doesn't mean they want to have their way with your no, eyes. No, it just means that they like my face. <laughs> yeah, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, but it's like, does someone have bad eyes? Well, that's what I mean. But you then don't you really don't address it. it. No, but is that in general? Is there bad eyes? Oh, like, bad oh, they eyes. have hideous. I don't eyes. think oh, there is. I don't. There's not. Bad is there? Eyes. Oh, I've seen like dozens. Have you? There's not. What, what would be a there's, bad eye? I don't know. Oh. No, I, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> there's generic eyes. <laughs> yeah, but there's no bad eyes. For there to be truly great eyes, there has to be terrible eyes. But I think when you're, because uh, you're, you're not necessarily highlighting the eyeball, yeah. I think it would be more or less like uh, you're highlighting like eyelashes. Like oh, Mars, yeah, eyelashes. you got great eyes. Thank you. With uh, I'm including your eyelashes too because they I pop, see. right? right. Uh, this text here, uh, 56789 says, my mom says I have idiot eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's not good. You don't. Oh. Yeah, you definitely don't want to hear that. I guess if you got like glaucoma or something, you wouldn't comment on the oh, eyes. Oh, jeez. <sighs> yeah, your your eyes bad. <laughs> so basically, with the face, though, eyes oh, pretty much the only thing that you can highlight. Andrew says there is a way to say someone's eyes are bad, saying you've crazy eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, forgot crazy about eyes. that. Thanks, Andrew. Those, like deep, intense, staring ones. Yeah, the piercing. Or like these ones. The oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's just literally crazy eyes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I you could have that. You don't want to hear that. No. <laughs> I I want to hear you have nice eyes and uh, you got a great smile. If someone said you have to kind me, eyes. "Nice to meet you, Mars. You've crazy eyes." I'd be like, <laughs> "You ain't seen nothing yet." Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna get crazy tenfold. <laughs> yeah, we can insult any part of a body. Yeah. If, to compliment though, because yeah. there's lots you shouldn't compliment. Oh, exactly. But yeah. Eyes were safe, but I don't know if they I, should be. I well, I think it's okay. I think we're all in agreement. So if someone commented on your eyes, you're not offended by it, right? What about knees. Knees. You got good knees. Girl. Don't talk about my knees. Oh, you're right. Yeah, do not highlight the knees. Please shoulders. Leave my knees alone. Those knees look good on the floor. Oh yeah. Okay, you're right. Shoulders. <laughs> you got them stallion knees, girl. You have sh- nice shoulders. Yeah, do you have beautiful shoulders. No, once again, now you're like. Oh, it's too. It's to get too, too much. low. It's too much. Yeah, you're getting into the territory where I might be self conscious about that, and if right. you point it out, it's okay. gonna ruin my week. Yeah. Even um, you can't comment on ears. I was just gonna say, what about cute ears? You've got really cute ears. No, that's weird. Because now it goes into the it goes into the fetish. You're right. You're flirting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't even think you can highlight nose. No. God, no. You got a cute little button nose. Mm. Don't comment on that. Because some people might be sensitive on it. Right. Like, hey, look at that nose. (laughs) Wow. That's quite a nose. (laughs) They're like, which? What way do I take this? Oh. Oh, someone posted crazy eyes on the app. Oh, yeah. There's (laughs) some crazy eyes. Intense eyes. There's intense. Yeah. And what is the noteworthy eye? The the blue. The ice blue. Probably. Yeah. That's the most, like, Maybe. captivating eye. Yeah. Because you you typically don't see it, right? That's true. So it's shocking when you see it. You're like, whoa. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, maybe let's not do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, keep that to yourself. (laughs) For those of you who are getting married this year, um, weddings are back. And weddings are back as in giant weddings are back. Mm -hmm. Everything is back from fashion to reception parties. The booming wedding industry is not short of trends to usher in this new year of nuptials. So if you're thinking about getting married soon or maybe you're planning a wedding for this year or next, here are some of the biggest wedding trends that people are going to see um number one film photos 
What's a film photo? So film photography yeah. at your wedding. No okay. longer cell phone or digital cameras. It's all film cameras oh, now. Oh, going back to the classic film. And uh, this is not just like leaving the camera on your table. This is actually a professional photographer oh. that uses film. Oh, oh, so many ass shots on those wind-up cameras. Yeah, it's not the wind-up cameras. <laughs> yeah, I'm pro leaving the disposables on the tables. Yeah. But I don't want my photographer on digital. I don't want to risk film. Yeah, the trend is is film. Is it because, is this like the, how people go back on vinyl and they're like, it just sounds better no, on vinyl. No, there's also a trend with digital selfies for them to look grainy. Oh. So nobody likes that crisp, sharp selfie photo anymore. Oh. You want it to well, look you, like. So yeah, you do want yeah. but the retro vibe. Film can be corrupted. Uh, yeah. Did you risk yeah. that on your wedding day? Maybe do both. Just digitally fix your digital photos to make them look grainy. <laughs> And at least you have the photos. That's not the trend. Oh, okay. the trend. <laughs> the trend is film. You can argue me all you want. I wonder, ah, man, maybe this no list, of this. yes. Uh, by the way, they do say that if you don't want to hire a photographer that uses film, um, then consider providing the disposable cameras on each table. Now we're talking. Uh, number two, champagne towers. They are back. So picture all of your little champagne glasses, and you as a couple pour the champagne down into the champagne glasses. Not the flutes, but like yeah. the ones with the short. I've never been to an event that has had one. No, I have once. <gasps> Do you pull? Is it like Jenga? Pull, pull a glass from the, from the bottom and you put it on top. No, <laughs> no. you take from the top. Oh, okay. You take what from the, the top. What was the occasion? It was, uh, it, I don't even remember. It was like the opening of... No, it wasn't a bat mitzvah. <laughs> it was... Uh, it was in Fredericton. It was at a hotel. It was like a, I don't know. Who got to who got to pour the champagne? Whoever. It was like a client thing. It oh. was like it was a bigger it's deal a, than what my position at the radio station was. Yeah, business and it, party. It wasn't even a radio station party. It was a business party. Yeah, yeah a like, who's who? A is who's there. who? Because uh, I yes. would love to pour that champagne. Oh, but Wouldn't you probably you? can't pour it too quick. Uh, in this case, it has to be the couple that does it. Mm. Which, by the way, I would totally do this because look at this photo and look at how awesome it looks. It looks I, great. I feel like it's never as glamorous as the photos. Because oh, yeah. the photos make it look incredible, right? Better photo than a cake cutting. Yeah, there. I agree. That's Yeah, that's a Isn't good Isn't that cute? Yeah. Mm. I like mm. it. Haley's not a fan? Yeah, as somebody who's planned a wedding, that looks like a nightmare. <laughs> but yeah, you, uh, yeah I, but you can't be drunk while you're doing that. See, I'd be worried about people bumping into it. Well, I think you hand them out immediately. Yeah, you pour and then yeah. yeah there's probably pour, only yeah. one yeah, person handing, right? Yeah, before they even have champagne in them, they're, they're just stacked glasses. Somebody's gonna bump into that. It's gonna be I absolute gotcha. chaos. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> uh, number two, when it comes to the bridal look, opera gloves are in, and they are in in a big way. Um, opera gloves, of course, are the gloves that go up over your elbow. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they are hmm. back in full for force. Um, and they also, they don't have to be full color. They can also be sheer lace or opaque as well. Oh, they yes. say that this accessory is super chic. Lace? And wow. I would totally do that. Mm-hmm. Even if cool as hell. Even if you could wear a white dress, yeah. I bet the gloves would have to be off-white. Right? Oh. Everyone's done a little hand stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah your hands aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Those hands aren't pure. There's, yeah, there's yeah. no way those are pure hands. <laughs> I'd have black opera gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With holes in them. <laughs> Which would actually look really good. A white dress with black opera gloves would look iconic. Ask me yeah. how I got this ring. I like it. <laughs> Uh, what else is trending this year for weddings? No wedding cakes. Wedding cakes are now considered <gasps> faux pas. Yep. Gross. Old. Yuck. Yeah. I didn't do one. Hey, yeah, you no, didn't, didn't do one either. We did pie for dessert. I don't want to cut a cake. Yeah. yeah. We're still having dessert. Yeah, we're still having dessert. There's still dessert, are but we... that old-fashioned cake cutting and cake is now considered... Mm-hmm. 
old-fashioned Are we territory. still on the cupcake tower? We're on custom macaroons, sugar cookies, donuts for mm. a more casual route. Uh, they also say that you can have cupcakes, other cakes, basically a dessert table, but just you're not doing the wedding cake cutting anymore. A yeah. ballin' donut tower would be wild. Eh? Yeah, that'd be great. I've mm-hmm. seen ones where they have had like donut hooks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of like wooden pegs and they're just like lined with donuts. Oh, yeah. That That's was awesome. Idea. We looked at that. That was an option for us. Yeah, sweet. We chose pie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pie's a good choice. I was it a was good a great choice. choice. Yeah. <laughs> Next on my list, when it comes to your bridesmaids, um, putting them in white. Mm. No. Apparently an all white parties so oh. the brides wearing white and the bridesmaids are all in white as well very chic this year Haley not for it no she wants them to look 100% different no. my mom had a silver dress and I kiboshed it like you're not yeah, allowed to wear that. that yeah knock it off it does look I'll put a photo up here it does look very chic mm-hmm. black tie can for the gents burlap sacks for the gals <laughs> yeah. can you still tell that like the bride is the bride or oh is she yeah blending? without oh, absolutely without a doubt you know who the bride is there's a picture up in the app there if you guys want to have a look do you though oh wow that's a little confusing um i don't like that yeah if if sh- the girl wasn't uh, in the middle i yeah. wouldn't i wouldn't know who the bride is no. uh to the our left the bride's right like that could easily be a wedding dress yeah, yeah. Oh, they all could be easily wedding dresses mm-hmm. oh my god uh, i'd be like who's wedding am I at? this am I at? is trying too hard to show you don't care right yeah like oh look i don't even care like all my girls are wearing white yeah but like, by the end of the night oh it's a disaster this is a it. mess. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, ladies. <laughs> Next on my list, colorful flowers. So the era of predictable flowers or monochromatic flowers are out. Um, and they say don't just use one type of flower anymore. Mm-hmm. Use a whole bunch of different ones. Yeah. Mm. So That's what we did for our wedding, too. Nice. There you go. All right, all right. And the last one, big sleeves. <laughs> Now, this, this isn't for the dudes. This is more for the ladies in the dresses. By the way, I love this, and I would 100% wear this wedding dress. I think it is cool AF. Is it borderline like your cape coat that you have? Uh, it's close, actually, yeah, because <laughs> you know me in sleeves. Yeah, I, yeah. I love sleeves. Yeah. No matter where you're shopping for a dress, you're bound to run into this like puff sleeve trend. It's kind of a bit of a nod to the 80s. It's like that, like the puffy shoulder? Okay, no, not like that. <laughs> no! Oh, like this? <laughs> no, it's a little more. Like, does see, it, does it uh, flare out, like from your elbow down? That kind of puff? No, you're thinking that you're thinking of like a. That's more of like a bat wing or of like some sort of renaissance. Yeah. Like a wizard's cape. <laughs> yeah, that is just like. Yeah. Kind of like this little shawl that I've yeah, got. Yeah, along lines of that. Not okay. that. Okay. Some huh? wings. Yeah. Or is it just like two like big tubes coming oh. off your shoulders? I posted oh, no. a photo and it won't load. Yeah. Even the app doesn't it's, want to see your puppy. Can you sleeve. see my computer there, Haley? Oh, I can see them. It's like that. No, nah, I don't like that. I love it. I think it looks chic, and I would wear it all day long. Yeah, not for me. Oh, oh, so right. You it's, look like flower petals. Yeah. It's like a like imagine like a like a like a forearm wrap because it's not like a full. It's not like a sleeve. I was, no, it's yeah. You were, you were thinking like up on the shoulder kind yes. of sleeve. Oh, for some reason, I cannot save that. Let me see here. It's too too intense for the app. Yeah, I feel uh, like lower down is fine, but the poofy shoulders just screams eighties. Mm-hmm. I love it. I don't yeah. want it. I think I think it looks good. I uh, I you couldn't wear that at just any wedding though. This has mm-hmm. to be there. an over the top fancy wedding. I got my right? photo to work. Okay. You guys can go there and have a look at it. It like, almost looks like the sleeves don't belong with the dress. Like they're clip-on. Yeah. 
It's enough that I don't understand it, so I know it's high end. Like I'd be very impressed and maybe, not know why. Yeah, maybe that's why I'm like it's got to be at a like a, a really high yes. end wedding. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. That's that's the reason why I'm not married. I cannot afford what I want. Yeah, jeez. Weddings are expensive. Elope. Yeah. yeah. No, oh I want. God. I would want like a highest end of wedding, and oh elopement isn't going to do yeah. that. Well, if you're no. going to do it, you might as well do it. Yeah. So I. Uh, yeah. So I'm not married because I can't afford the highest end of weddings. You need to go find yeah. a sugar daddy. Yeah. Do it right or don't do it at all. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> do it right. Because <laughs> it's only happening once. You want everyone to be like, "Oh my! How much did she spend yeah. on this damn thing?" That's right. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. That's right. So nonetheless, the picture's up in the app there. If you guys do want to have a look at it, but there's a few trends for you if you're getting married this year, or maybe you're in plans right now for a wedding. For for next year, those are some of the biggest trends. Mm. Someone said it looked like water wings. Oh, fancy water wings. I was going to say, I've never seen... I've never seen water wings look like that, but okay. <laughs> but all right. Okay, this is, speaking of getting ready for stuff, the time you spent getting ready today is only a fraction of this story. A new study found that the average person spends almost four hours a day trying to look more attractive than they actually are. Oh my God, four hours? Yep. That's a sixth of your life or a quarter of your waking hours. Now, obviously, you're not spending four hours of your day putting makeup on or choosing your outfit, but they factored in everything that you do to improve how you present yourself. Those categories include makeup and cosmetics, mm -hmm. hygiene, mm. so showering, brushing your teeth, mm. flossing, right. hair grooming, clothing, following a specific diet, exercising. This is all in order oh, to okay, look better. Okay, okay, okay. And they also let people list things that didn't fall into those categories as well. So they came up with four hours after polling more than 100,000 people in 93 different countries. So it's the global average, not just for people here. The average for women, just under four hours a day. And for men, it's just over three and a half hours. Mm. So not a huge difference. But that's how much time you spent thinking about how to make yourself more attractive. Hmm. I'll hmm. put in more later, but uh, so far my running total is seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't There's it? I feel like some of it's just like maintenance, like brushing yeah. your teeth. Yeah. Like going to the gym, eating healthy, that feels like making an effort going above and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. But some feels like a baseline of just living. Of just, yeah, ba basic hygiene. Well, yeah. look at all the stories we've had, though, where a lot of people don't practice basic hygiene. That's a good point. So, you mm. know, if you're making the decision to brush your teeth three times a day, clean your ears, you know, clip your nails, or even go and get them done. Yeah, I gotta clip these nails. You know, you're making a decision to be more attractive. I, yeah, yeah, you're making a choice. Right? Yeah, yeah I'll make a choice later. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think my time. I do a pretty quick makeup routine. Mm-hmm. But I did pick my outfit out last night. So if I were to put all of that together, mm. probably so far this morning. Also, when I got here, I redid a bit of my makeup. Mm -hmm. I've probably put in... it was a wild ride in. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably put in a solid 40 uh, minutes so far today. Probably, yeah. yeah. I've also brushed my hair twice during the show and touched up my lipstick. Wow. Mm. I woke up late this morning and didn't have time to do my bangs, so I put to, it in a ponytail. To do my bangs? Well, because I've got bangs now. You have to style them. Oh, okay. And they were kind of looking wonky. Like, they were pointing straight up this morning. Oh, uh, yeah. So I was like, oh, ah, ponytail. Yeah. Pull them back. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh. Budget for bang time. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe spent about five minutes this morning on oh, how yeah. I look. Yeah. I was like, F it. I'm just going to go. Did you roll your... Oh, no. You rolled your hair last night. Yeah. And I did my hair last night yeah, before yeah. bed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mars has got her life together. Yeah. I do spend um, probably about three hours a day if I were to look at all of this together. Probably. Yeah. I would say about three hours a day. Yeah. 
if I go get a manicure done, then that's probably bang like bumped up to about five hours a day. Mm-hmm. Showers take a while. Showers. You yeah. do a long tub. I'll do oh, a very long yeah. tub. Long tubs. Yeah, you love that. I love a long tub because then you can take the time and you scrub all the skin and you oh, do yeah. all the shaving. Oh, I love a good long shower. God, that's good. Just sit on that bench and drain that hot water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, you're right. All right. For those of you who are thinking to yourself, well, maybe I do want to better myself a little bit. One of the other things that they looked at here are the clutches of social media. And should dumping social media be considered making yourself better, becoming more attractive? Maybe they've got a point. There's been a trend in recent years to take periodic extended breaks from social media. We just had a story the other day about how TikTok was going to start putting a timer on for Mm -hmm. minors. Whether your mental health or your mood is affected by social media or just to better use your time in total. Now, the clutches of social media are strong and not everyone is willing to step away. In a new poll, 36% of people say that they've taken an extended break from social media because it's having a negative effect on them. Mm-hmm. 36%. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. An extended break? I think, I, yeah, I think everyone needs an extended break. I don't, know three, th- I don't know three people who took an extended break off of social media. Mm. Are you taking an extended break like because you think it's bad for you just because you wanted... Off, like you know, I mean, you quit smoking because you know it's hurting you. Yeah. yeah, some things we just stop because they're not fun anymore. You know what I mean? Well, they say thirty six percent took an extended break because it was having a negative effect. When like your your algorithms can really direct uh, the content. Oh, so yeah. if all, all of a sudden it could just be like bad stuff rolling in, make you feel bad, and then you're like, this is too much, and take a break on that. When broken down by demographics, the people who are most likely to take an extended break off of social media are men- millennial men. Living on the West Coast. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the least likely to take breaks from social media are boomer women living on the prairies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense. It does, doesn't that's it? That's probably got, they got into a fight with their sisters yeah, online. They're that's like, right, I'm yep. done with this. Your mom and all your aunts and probably your grandma are living yeah. on Facebook and would never let oh, yeah. it go. I'm sick of theirs. <laughs> <laughs> And then two months later, you're like, what's what's Debbie up to? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of all the subcategories, those 65 years of age and older were by far the least likely to say that they would step away from social media. So if you're oh, 65 or older, you're never letting social media go. You're holding on to it with all your hands can muster. I kind of feel like that's their only contact to the world because the families aren't calling them anymore. Well, because they're on social media and they have ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be like, I think it's. there's no doubt like it's probably like doing like something to the kids oh yeah um but it's been around long enough so i don't know like i don't know if it's gonna change yeah but like if you're an adult mm. like it can be like fine right i think it doesn't so. have to be it doesn't have terrible. to be no no yeah it doesn't have to be but it's just uh yeah there's just a, a lot of garbage on there so it's a, it's oh, a matter of how tons you of garbage yeah it's a matter of how you how you process the garbage online yeah and right? i think though, some people it hits harder as humanity we've pretty much failed at the ability to self-regulate mm-hmm. oh like, we cannot we're not overly great at doing that as a species oh yeah i love to indulge yeah for sure <laughs> when asked if social media has more of a positive or negative f- effect on your mental health 40% of adults aged 18 to 44 said it was positive, but only 12% of those 65 and older said it was positive. Mm-hmm. So if you're 65 and older, you're enjoying the negativity. Mm-hmm. That's what it, the negativity can also be very addictive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, because it can, uh, uh, it feels like you're 
especially if you had certain thoughts on things. Now yeah. it feels like you're seen, you're being heard. Yeah, you have a community. Someone agrees with you. Yeah, you have a yeah. voice. Yeah. For sure. 33% of older folks described it as negative. Only 11% said it was very negative. The biggest chunk of 36% said that they are neutral and it is neither negative or positive. Mm -hmm. That being said, older folks also just might have more time in general to burn on social media. And like Crash said, many probably use it to keep in touch with their families and grandchildren. Mm -hmm. Really, no grandma is ever going to say she needs an extended break from her grandkids, right? No, I don't think so. If that's the only thing that's like... Yeah, not all grandmas. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Keeping her there. (laughs) All right, this is a crazy story. Um, A guest house owner in Japan has issued an apology after admitting that the spa bathwater at the hotel was only changed twice a year when, in fact, it was supposed to be changed weekly. Oh, my God. Twice a year from weekly? <gasps> oh, I guess uh, hotel water. It's getting uh, a lot of use. Yeah. This hotel um, is called Ugh. Daimaru Beso in, in Japan's Fukukona area. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got busted and they had to do a press report, which was a press conference, which was really odd, uh, at which time the owner said that he was unaware of the local laws regarding changing the water. Not only did they not change the water out, but also they didn't chlorinate it because they, quote, disliked the smell of chlorine. Yeah. Oh, oh. The hotel has been operating since 1865, so a very long time, and boasts a gender-segregated bathhouse with natural hot spring water. So, oh. change two times a year, oh. no chlorine, oh. but you said natural spring water came in? Yeah, but they're supposed to drain it and put Oh, water. it wasn't like flowing no, through. No, it's not flowing through. Oh. Yeah, because bacteria likes to hang out in rocks and oh. on yeah. the little tiles and stuff. Yeah. Because oh. if you're living that natural life, like mm. if you hit the hot springs up in uh, Banff there, yeah. are they draining that on the weekly? I would, I, don't know. I would imagine that's just cycling through. There's no, no chlorine, and at least doesn't smell chlorine-y. No, but I think it has certain like beneficial bacteria and stuff that help make sure that the water yeah. is cleaner. When well, they're pulling like fresh hot yeah. spring water too, so that's flushing it. Yeah. I, would, I would imagine it's probably like flush daily with ima- the amount of water rolling through. Yeah, I imagine they do have some kind of cleaning pro- process for yeah. that. Because like in Japan, uh, I hit up uh, some onsens, and we went, we went to a couple that had like the fresh fresh water cycling through all the time. Mm. That's nice. And it, yeah, it was really nice. Apparently, if you don't add chlorine or clean out your water, doesn't matter if it's from like a mountain spring or not, it will develop um, a bacteria called Legionella, which leads to the oh, very Legionnaires. serious Legionnaires disease. Oh. So I would imagine that they are doing some sort of chlorinating That's or cleaning because you have to do something. Yeah. But if you keep her hot enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> really boil that bacteria. Yeah. It's like hot tub. You pretty much have to dump a hot tub every two months. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like six liters of water just like sitting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is a spring. sweaty bodies in there. And it's like the same bodies in a hot tub. Yeah. Hot springs, it's different bodies. Yeah. Every single day. And when it ain't yours, people do things in there. In this hot springs, (laughs) they found 3,700% higher rate of Legionella. Oh my God. That is disgusting. Now, by the way, that can be found in large air conditioning, cooling towers, whirlpool bathtubs, humidifiers, hot tubs, public spas, and plumbing systems, including water heaters, faucets, and showers. It's generally low risk, but it can cause two particular illnesses in humans, Legionnaire's disease and Pontiac fever. Legionnaire's is a serious respiratory illness that results in pneumonia. Mm. 
Uh, by the way, uh, an outbreak killed 29 people in Philadelphia. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. I had Pontiac fever in the 90s. Did you? Like oh, the car? Oh, the car. <laughs> Fiber. That went right over my head. <laughs> that went. This Pontiac fever is a little more mild. It causes flu-like symptoms, but not pneumonia, and it's the pneumonia that can kill uh-huh. your head. Mm. So, yikes. So, here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well. At 56789. I want to know about your dirty pool. Mm. Whether it's a pool that was maybe in your community. Maybe you got into a hot tub at an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you a quick story. Crash and I got into a hot tub at an Airbnb in Panorama. Oh, God. And... We were sitting in it and we were like, okay, something is seriously wrong. We got out and we had chemical burns all over our Ooh. body. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, we, I popped the lid. It it didn't, it, it smelled a little more chlorine than it should, but right. yeah, well, I've, we've all been in pools where it smells chlorine. Uh-huh. So we bomber in there and. And we own a hot tub, so we know the maintenance yeah. on it. And I'm like, wow. Okay. We're just chatting, chatting within, I think five minutes. We could feel, I'm like, do you feel a tingle? Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, like rubbing my legs and it like started to feel like a burn. So we jumped out. We were so burnt. The chemical burns. The water burnt. Yeah, yeah. The water burnt us. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we contacted the Airbnb owner. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, uh, I guess the chemicals got messed up, blah, blah, blah. They ended up comping our entire stay for oh. like five days. Jeez. They drained the hot tub and refilled it. And then tested the chemicals, so it was all good on that. But yeah, they comped the entire thing. But, uh, They're like, please uh, just don't review. Right, then they gave us a cheese this. basket. <laughs> yeah, they, they did. They, they bought us like presents and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, because that would have ruined their Airbnb. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Um, also, we couldn't wear our base wear. Oh, it And hurt. it was like minus 25. Oh, because your skin was so sensitive and burned. Because yeah. we had chemical yeah. burns all oh, over our body. I trip. put on my uh, my socks, and like the, the cuff there was just like burning oh, so yeah. bad. Oh, it was It was awful. Yeah. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. So I want to know from you guys, um, what happened to you when you got into a dirty pool or a dirty hot tub? Uh, in Crash and Mind's case, it wasn't necessarily dirty. It was overcleaned. <laughs> Way <laughs> they, too many chemicals. They dumped a, ge- a, a dangerous amount of chemicals in it. Uh, maybe you've gotten some sort of a bacterial infection from being in a hot tub mm. or in a swimming pool. Did you stay in an Airbnb? Was the Was the hot tub... Not looking great. Brown water. When you open the lid, give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We all love pools. We love hot tubs. But sometimes uh, maybe chemicals aren't balanced properly. Mm, yeah. Maybe something's left in there. Yeah. Uh, your nasty encounter with a pool or hot tub. We're talking about this because an owner of a hotel in Japan admits that the spa bath water was only changed twice a year when it was supposed to be changed much more than that. Sometimes you... Uh, like when you walk by like a hotel hot tub, like you're like, oh, it's got an odor, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes you're like, well, suck it up. I'm just going in. And a lot of times <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> and those hotel hot tubs do numbers. Oh, God, yeah. Especially any sort of like resort with like one that's sort of outside you can enjoy. Ooh. Like there's 15, 20 people in there. That's got like, you know, the six person max sign. Yeah. No one's enforcing that. No, no, it's human soup. Yeah, it's mania. Yeah, and guaranteed mm. a couple people have taken a leak in there. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about what did you get from a dirty pool? <laughs> <laughs> what souvenir did you oh, what get? What souvenir did you yeah. get? Uh, the stories coming in are nasty. Yeah. Uh, staying anonymous here. How you doing, anonymous? Good. How are you guys? Good. Hi. Good. Um, apparently, uh, your husband will never go into a public pool ever again, right? Oh no. <laughs> 
So we went to Vamp uh, Upper Hot Springs, and he's not a big fan of public pools in the first place, so it took some serious convincing. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Let's just go. We'll go for an hour. So <laughs> everything was fine. It wasn't like dirty or dingy or whatever. Yeah. It was night, and it was beautiful in the winter. And we're sitting there, and there is a thruple next to us <gasps> that has, like, maybe half a set of teeth between all three of them <laughs> there is like there is touching and moaning no! and like coming off of their arms oh, oh my god oh. i wanted to Hi. Of all like, days when you finally persuade I, your husband to go. Like, why would you find a scabbly, toothless thruple going on beside <laughs> you? This is insane. <laughs> I, like, both of us were grossed out. I'm killing myself because he is dying. Oh, he, yeah, he oh, probably can't run out He's faster. trying to get away from the scabs floating in the water. <laughs> Every time he fans him away, it gets closer. Oh. <laughs> Oh, my God. oh, I can't so believe it. Bad. Did you notice right away? You're like, oh, come on, of all days. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. guys just was, leave? Yeah, he's, he doesn't really say much. He's super quiet, but afterwards, just like let it all out <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> you're like i thought it would have been a nice oh. time the mountains are there it was ah uh, uh, oh, the worst yeah. <laughs> burn the fur bathing suits get rid of it never going back yeah exactly yeah scrub down in the shower oh that sucks okay yeah. thanks anonymous oh thank you <laughs> thanks guys okay bye-bye Bye. just bad timing bad timing like, right if there were an hour before it would have been perfect yeah mm -hmm. I mean, I get it if like like some puke floats by you. What do you want? You get it? Like I like no like if you'd that's... be fine. Wouldn't bring it up. <laughs> yeah, but like to see like a toothless scabby thruple is. I don't even mind the 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 romance because that's going to happen in a tub. But the scabs, I hate when you're sitting in a hot tub. You really got to shut off your brain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you do people watching, oh, don't people watch. You'll, see, people watch. you'll see them picking and scratching. Yeah. Oh yeah. The heat loosens things up. Yeah, it They're sure like, does. Oh, sweet little, I can pop a pus out yeah, of here. Yeah. You'll see like yeah. a foot over oh. a knee, sort of picking away. Yeah. You're like, oh, my, you got to shut off your brain. Yeah. My calluses are finally softened. Uh huh. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why like, when, when we had um, your family out, I think I said to Rachel like six times, I, we we filled the hot tub last night, Rachel, like for your kids being in there. I like oh. six. I'm like we have not been in this water yet like crash it's fresh, scrub, water. It's fresh water your yeah. kids can get in it we didn't have a time in we didn't have a time, time in it just get in there your hot tub water was the least of our worries that's the with kids like so every hotel we stay in has to have like a pool you know for the yeah. kids and it is oh I hate it oh yeah I hate it oh yeah well we promptly drained the hot tub well, you should gather your kids, kids up here yeah. like oh god yeah <laughs> Who knows what they're carrying yeah right Tanya <laughs> uh, how you doing <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. Good. Um, so, what happened with you in a hot tub? Uh, my husband and I decided we were just going to take a little trip somewhere for the weekend, and we went hiking. And um, my feet were sore, so I soaked my feet in this hot tub. And uh, the next day, like you know, my feet and legs are starting to get itchy, and oh. eventually they started burning. Oh. So I, I go to the doctor, and sure enough, I got a, a chemical burn. But the chemical burn was so bad, my skin started peeling. And um, to this day, now eight years later, it still looks like I'm wearing red socks. Oh my <laughs> Are God. Are you kidding? You have a yeah, waterline. I have. 
like very um it's hard to see like you really have to look but like if you were to pull your socks up as high as they go yeah kind of where the top of the elastics would be it's there's still a ring around my legs from the chemical burn like the top of the water where it was touching my legs yeah holy so is that because it damaged your skin like really deep in the layer is that is that why uh, the doctor thinks it probably took off three layers of skin. Yeah, you got like third degree burn. Will it ever go yeah. away? Oh no, probably not because it's like embedded right into my it's epidermis, a scar. right? Like, oh, gosh. yeah. So um, there's permanent scarring on my legs. It doesn't hurt anymore. Um, no, but, but it it's gets there itchy around that area sometimes. Sometimes, oh. and it's yeah. For like eight weeks, my legs were really gross. Oh my god! Like, it just, yeah, it was like red and scaly, and you know, and that lady that was talking about the scabby. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the way my legs were. Oh, yeah. but those people sounded like they were in a beauty pageant in Alabama. Or oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They, they brought their own Bluetooth speaker, oh, and they're yeah, like, yeah, really yeah. Yeah, thanks, Tanya. Thanks, yeah, Tanya. It's pretty bad. Kay. Thanks. You bet. Bye-bye. Like, at least our burns didn't scar. I was just going to say, uh, we didn't scar, so we weren't nearly as bad uh-huh. as poor Tanya. Yeah. We were red and, like, bumpy oh. for a week. And like you told me off you guys were playing it up to try and get that refund. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 for all sure. The time, all uh, the time. <laughs> you guys have a hot tub, like you were saying. Yeah. yeah. How tough is it to get the chemicals just right? Get the water. Crash is the chemist. He's got this like tool. I got, I got these a good test tubes. And He's good at it. Got your pH strips. Yeah. Uh, I got the drops. Oh, I was pH strip, and then that's too much. And then what? You get the color where it's supposed to be, and then you're good to go. Yeah, you just keep everything lined up. Majority of the time, it's pretty bang on, unless it's getting some heavy use. But it's not. It's not hard to get no. it right. No, no it's not. I no. guess if you get confused, like maybe there, if there's multiple people involved in doing chemicals, maybe yeah. uh, someone can over chemical because you don't realize that it's already been done. Now that you've been burned, literally, yeah. Would you travel with your hot tub? He's talked about it. The H kiss. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> yes. All right. Before we get into the pool, everyone. Honestly, yeah. take it to the hotel. Take it everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah right. I kind of hope you do. I don't think like, that. I because I no. I'm not getting. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. Because I that's just one extra stress on a vacation. Because you're not gonna like the answer, Mars. Probably. No, every every time I test something, because what's what's what are we gonna do now? Not use the pool? You have to bring your chemicals. Well, yeah. call, call yeah, the people. Yeah, now I'm traveling with chemicals. Call the people, own it, and say, I just did a pH and chemical <laughs> test. And I'm a little concerned. Yeah. Yeah. The levels are a little high. Yeah, that's right. Mm. This text here, 56789, says, guys, I got a wart from sitting in a friend's hot tub. Mm. She told me after we got out that her boyfriend was rocking some nasty warts and oh. wasn't big on maintaining the tub. I never went in their hot tub mm. ever again. That's disgusting. Is that possible? I don't know. Oh my God. Maybe. I mean, I guess where it would be where the bare feet were like walking around, maybe not necessarily from the tub, but if she, if the, he had like bare feet like on the stairs up to the hot tub. Oh. Warts don't like, have to be on your feet. No. Oh. Yeah. Where would you get a hot tub wart? Like what part of your body? Like you're thinking like the penis. Well, I don't know. Would it be the penis? I don't know. You Can you just catch... Can you just catch them wherever, or they always yeah. go to the feet? I, I just thought about feet, but I guess you could get them on your hands. Saying his warts might not have been hand warts. We, it don't, just, we don't know where his warts are. Do warts just go hand and feet, and that's it? Or can you get an ass wart? <sighs> oh, there's there's worse. Oh, I don't want an ass wart. Ah. Where, Haley? Warts aren't considered very contagious, but they can be caught by close skin-to-skin contact. Mm. You always do that move, though, when you get in a hot tub with somebody, and they sit across when you put your feet together. 
You guys do that? Yeah. Not with strangers. Oh. Welcome <laughs> to the club, <laughs> I would never do that. One to us. Okay, us. not with a stranger. Because uh, you're more likely to get infected if your skin is wet or damaged. Oh yes. no! Oh, hot tubs. That's why at the gym I'm always wearing flippies. Yeah, you gotta wear those flip flops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, do not go barefoot. You got it. Yeah, uh, Andrea, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? Hi. Doing pretty good. Uh, you went to a unnamed water park. Um, what happened to you there? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I brought my kiddo and his friends to the water park. Yeah. And um, I'm sitting in one of those beach chairs and I'm, you know, just enjoying watching the waves come in and out. And I see this kid at the edge of the pool with his mom's arm around him. And he is vomiting um, yeah. at the edge of this water park wave pool. So as I'm watching, the, the vomit is like waving in and out, oh! in and out. I am losing my mind, okay? It wasn't just once. It was a lot. No. So I ran to get maintenance. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I just saw this happen. And these maintenance guys are standing there with me watching where this whole thing unfolded and they're just like hmm I don't know what we should do and I'm like you need to close the pool (laughs) I'm like you need to empty it you need to extra chlorinate it and you need to like treat this and honestly about 10 to 15 minutes later they were just like yeah I don't really know I don't really see it anymore and I'm looking at all these families like frolicking in this water and I am like so grossed out oh I had to find my kid and his friends and I'm like you are not going in this wave pool anymore yeah um so fast forward like I was so disgusted we have never been back so fast forward two days um my kiddo ended up like I thought it was like acne or something Mm -hmm. and I'm looking at his face and it's getting worse and worse. I took him to the doctor. It ended up being impetigo, which is like a bacterial skin infection. His whole face was covered in scabs. Oh my God. He had to go on like massive medication and they're like, where have you been lately? I'm like, oh, well, we were at this public pool and they're just like, oh my God. So they ended up having to call like this pool and um, put in like a health complaint. because. And then they got to go get it checked out. Holy Oh my God. It was just Disgusting! It was uh, disgusting. The puke I just was never... the least of your worries. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, yeah, that was, was just crazy. icing on top. But the bacteria yeah, just it moves awesome. through the water yeah, and oh, just it totally like, does. Even if you have like a little scratch on yeah. your arm or like a zit on your face, it can, oh. oh my god, it was gross. Anyway, Brutal. yeah, I just wanted to share that. Yeah, no, thanks for that, Andrea. That's All nasty. Right, thank no you. Worries. Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 See, that's why I said um, puke floating by. I've seen it. Everybody's right. seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And you just watch it like. Whoosh, just sloshing right and then 10 minutes later like yeah it's gone um i just also want to talk to um the warts and water warts oh, oh no, no we're back, uh, we're back warts. Warts. just really quickly here i want to read this text at five six seven eight nine says yes please talk to your doctor if you see something weird on your body wart spores pass through water my mom got one on her back from leaning up on the pool edge like this <gasps> oh my god Oh my god! I'm never going anywhere public where there's water. A wart on your back? Does Done. your little hot tub test test for warts? No, no. I need a wart tester. <laughs> I'll just come and scan your guys' bodies for looking for warts before oh you get them. God. I don't know if we have any. Uh, what about this text here at five six seven eight nine? Um, says, "Hey guys, we my husband went in a pool in Nova Scotia." And I don't know what they did to the water, but his bathing suit dried the next day and the smell was so intense. It smelled like mold and chlorine. It was so horrible that it even smelled of our car the next day. Oh my God. 
Someone said when you can smell chlorine, yeah, that that's not because there's so much chlorine in the pool. That that's the chemical mixing with like urine, um, uh, body oils, skin. <clears throat> means it's working. It means it's <laughs> it's fighting I, I, for you. We'll, we'll believe yeah. that. Or it means it's turning. Uh, no, we'll end on a high note. That's it means it's working. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, for those of you who are nerds, here's some news for you. A longtime Edmonton club racing radio control car has a new permanent space at Bonnie Dune Mall. Oh, apparently, like RC cars? Yeah, RC cars. Apparently, uh, started 25 years ago, Radio Control Racers Edmonton oh. started up. It's a not-for-profit collective group that offers the opportunity to learn how to maintain and run RC and miniature cars. Did they just literally take over the mall and race them through, through the mall? That would have been super cool. No, they took over a storefront about three weeks ago. Oh, cool. It's now home to a special track and hobby meets for RC drivers from novices to those who haven't mastered. Oh, oh, they made a... Tr- oh, they got sweet. jumps. Yeah, they, they created a whole jump and tracks and stuff. Oh, that's really neat. I mean, it's not necessarily my jam, but if it's yours, you can go and check it out. Yeah, it definitely doesn't reek Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a viewing area or do you got to bring your, your ride to get in there? I don't know for, per se. They don't really say. Uh, I'm just looking at a different shot. It looks like uh, like the storefront is wide open. There's a little fence there that you can just watch. Ooh. That's kind of uh, neat. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. So there you go. If that you're interested in it, you can head on over uh, and uh, and check it out. When was the last time you played with a little remote control car? Well, luckily I got kids, so ah, right, they're yeah. fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, they would be. Yeah, and they've come a long way, buddy. Yeah, they're a lot more durable now. Well, I bought the remote control cyber truck, but I don't want to take it out of the box. No, what? Um, I when mean, it you first could... rolled out, I got it, and like I, sh- I should probably hang on to it. They, it was a limited edition, Ginge. Let's see what they're worth here. Do you remember? Do you want to say what you paid for it? Uh, you don't have to. It was, yeah, it was uh, a couple hundred. Cyber. Is it? Is it an RC car? Yeah, RC. Oh. Yeah, it's a remote control. I wanted to take it out, and then well, I'm like, why don't no. you take it over to Bonnie Dune then? And well, no, because it's a limited edition. Oh, okay. Mm. Right. What yeah. it, what's what, the going rate? Was it one hundred twenty-seven dollars? Uh, I th- yeah, I think so. That's what it's currently worth. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Maybe one day. This is from Hot Wheels? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Hot Wheels one. Mm-hmm. Well, buy another one and play with this one. Oh, you can't get them anymore. Well, yeah, I can I can get one right now. From the Hot Wheels website? From Amazon. Oh, oh my God, really? Man, did I get hosed. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> 12 sure miles an hour. Right? Yeah. That's the speed. It is. Yeah, huh. you, you sure did. Well, oh. it comes, did it come with a little quad, too? No, I didn't get the quad. Oh, this one comes with quad. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm going to take my uh, Cybertruck and go down to you Bonnie Dune. You got soaked. <laughs> you did indeed. Limited edition, my ass. <laughs> Alrighty, we talked about Canadians falling for scams yesterday and a new report that's now out from the Better Business Bureau says that the riskiest... Did I say that? Brewer? <laughs> the Bureau. Bureau? Bureau. <laughs> Triple Bs. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> says the riskiest frauds in Canada are home improvement scams. Oh. With cryptocurrency coming up second, followed by advanced free loan scams. Huh. So well. what is exactly a home improvement scam? That's where perpetrators pretend to be a professional in some sort of a sector. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I keep hounding Ginge to renovate the bathroom? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, wait a second. And then that resulted in a median loss of about $1,900 per scam. So do you like call and claim that you're able to do something? Probably. And then people like put down like 15% and then you just ghost them. And then you just ghost them. Okay. Or is the service itself a joke? 
I see a lot oh. of warnings about duck cleaning. Yeah. I had my ducks cleaned. Uh-huh. Was I a fool? I don't think so. No, I, no. The only time I've had ducks clean was after uh, we built our place in the West End. Sure. And it's recommended like after one year. Well, after the new construction. Yeah, it was brand new construction. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Get them cleaned. And yeah, they did blow out a bunch of stuff. But after that, I've poked around in the ducting. I'm like, it looks fine. <laughs> looks but okay. My house is old as hell. Yeah. And like, you know, there's been family, like we're, a, there's families before us lived there where families, conditions are getting dropping down. It made sense to me. Yeah. But then I see online about all these scams about ducks, ducks being cleaned. Did they show you like a jar of your dust and they're like, look what we pulled out. Well, they out. had the big truck. On the things pop up. You're like, yeah. yeah they were cleaning. sucking. Yeah. Well, so they were doing something. But do we not need our ducks cleaned? That I don't know. Mm. Cryptocurrency scams were second on the triple B list with a median loss of about $2,000 and then advanced fee loan scams. Apparently they have a sepsis. Uh-oh. Susceptibility score. What'd you do in the bathroom? <laughs> of, I've been talking all morning. Of 59.1%. Mm. So 60% mm. effectiveness, which is wild. Home improvement? Yeah. 78.8% suspectability oh because wow. with home improvement too we don't know if we're paying the right price right mm-hmm. yeah because a lot of people of the, just don't know the going rate for yeah. whatever work you're getting done <sighs> so you're like uh, i guess yeah i guess and like do you really want to call a whole bunch of people no right just and then they'll sometimes you know your first one <laughs> things get found during the maintenance oh, that oh. you know there's always yeah add-ons, add-ons. to the job mm-hmm. always anticipate a lot more yeah. yeah, every single time. Because that's what happened with your back deck. You discovered you had ants, <laughs> right? Oh God! And then that was a big ordeal. Yeah, like that's your an ordeal. Your whole like uh, structure of your home yeah. is compromised because of the ants ate out all your flooring. Yeah, everything was on the up and up, but there was some uh, unforeseen. <laughs> it happens. We've, we've had ants too. <laughs> they were everywhere, Mars. I know. <laughs> I know, buddy. I know it sucks. For those of you who are going to be heading down to Las Vegas, maybe you're going to be doing a little trip uh, with um, the number of airlines that now offer cheap flights down to Las Vegas. The most lucrative type of gambling for Vegas casinos is. So in other words, the one type of gambling where the house will take all your money. Do you know what type of gambling that is? Slots? Yeah, probably slots. It is slot machines. Do you know what percentage of their revenue comes from slots? Oh, Oh, I bet you a filthy amount. I'm going to say... 60, 65%. Oh, I bet it's more. Think of like the slot area compared to the tables area. Yeah. Oh, I bet it's like 80. 80%? Because I think the life of a slot machine uh, only pays out like, uh, I think it's a low number, like 7%. That's insane. That's on the life of the slot machine. So if you're someone who goes and sits at the slots for like hours upon hours on end, you might as well just cut the... Yeah, you're just you're playing it for entertainment, not to make money. Not to make money. You're playing yeah. it for strictly entertainment. Yeah. It is, in fact, 61% of their oh. revenue comes oh. from slot oh. machines. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. So does that mean you should learn how to play cards? Maybe. But just also know that going into, you know, a casino, that slots are not necessarily where you're going to win all your money, mm-hmm. which is wild. Yeah. All right, the Oscars are coming up. They're this weekend, are they not? Is it already? I think it is. Oh, oh my God. Now, I'm, I'm, well, I don't, I don't know the actual date. I know only Ginge really cares about the Oscars. Um, but if you're wondering what are some of the worst films to win Best Picture, I do have a bit of a list here for you. To be frank, 
some pretty bad movies have won Oscars for Best Picture, and a lot of the ones on this list are from like the 1920s to the 19 like 30s. So we're not going to do those because no one will recommend or no one will know them anyways. Mm. Uh, but we will do the last one here. Um, Titanic mm. won Best Picture, but everyone said that it was a horrible movie. Should never have made it. People said Titanic was a horrible movie. Yep. And this is according to RottenTomatoes.com. It has a seriously low audience score. Oh, really? So I guess the Academy loved Titanic. Yeah. Nobody else really did. Was it, uh, who? who's that duo? Did they just rip it apart? That Siskel and Ebert? Oh, yeah, I remember, <laughs> remember Siskel that movie Ebert. reviewing I do, yeah, duo. <laughs> yeah, from 25 years ago? Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Who's that duo? <laughs> they're both dead, too. Rest in power. Both, oh, my God, yeah. they're both dead? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I get like not like loving Titanic, but you can't like it was a hell. It was a, it was it a, was a hell of a picture. Yeah, but they say that it's one of the worst movies to win Best Picture. Huh. Next on my list, Rocky. First of all, I didn't even know that I wasn't even born when Rocky came out, so I didn't know that Rocky even won Best Picture. I've seen Rocky. Is it Oscar worthy? According to Rocky, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, no. Rocky was not worthy of Best Picture. Hmm. Rocky's a good movie. Yeah, great movie. And the next one on my list, The Shape of Water. Shape of Water was a cool movie. I, I have not that. seen it, but it has um, a really bad, a really bad Rotten Tomatoes audience score as well. It's got a well. fish man and mm. the love story with the fish man. Is that where she finds the fish man or, or does the fish man live in a lake behind her house? Yeah, they, the fish man's uh, captured. Romance and fantasy. Yeah. Hmm. And they try to uh, free and they do uh, successfully. I don't want no spoilers alert. She has she has sex with a fish. <laughs> oh my God. This is like my dream. Well, the yeah, movie this is like my, <laughs> Yeah. No, not like I want this to happen. Like that weird dream I had with uh, the uh, Avatar movie, the first one. Is it like the thing or like the swamp thing? Is that kind of like, is it a swamp? No. no. Okay. All I right. mean, he does look, he does look, he looks different. Well, he's not, be, yeah, he's not like a, a bass. Does he look like, no, but does he look like, like <laughs> Moss Man from Masters of the Universe? I put a picture up. He's basically just all muscle without skin. Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, <laughs> and he doesn't even have flippers, Ginge. He's got something coming off his elbow. That's about it. Oh, okay. that, uh, I think a lot Toro. of people would uh, uh, make love to that. He does cool <laughs> stuff. You think a lot of people would make love with that? <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, also he got a, he's also got a heart. Oh, there's something else. <laughs> oh, he's got, well, to do it, he's got that, you know. <laughs> I'd, I'd take a swing. Yeah, yes, right. I yeah, love Why not? Let's see the list here of best winners. Oh, did you guys ever <laughs> see that? What'd you get up there? What is that? That is that's Mossman from yeah. He Man, oh, Masters yeah. of the Universe. Yeah. It's remember the we belt? remember we watched um, uh, the toys that made us. Yeah. And underneath that is um, old dolls that weren't sold. That's right. Oh. They just went back to the factory and they re-sprayed it with yeah. that. Yeah. So any oh. yeah. So any of the figurines. If you scratch that, it yeah. off, there's an old figurine under there. Like it's like an old like He-Man figurine yeah. that they just sprayed with the moss green, over yeah. so they could resell it. And I then mean, they just reboxed it. Yeah. It's like saving waste. I oh, guess. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reuse. Reduce. Recycle. That looks like a, 
It uh, looks like a cat ate a lot of grass and uh, threw a couple deuces out. I, I think it looks like the movie. Those the arms shape of look like cat poo. <laughs> it looks like the knockoff version of the the mascots that people wear in New York. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'm the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what that looks like. <laughs> uh, now with this list, people were also surprised that Crash, the movie Crash, didn't make the list Ugh. because it's pretty universally considered to be one of the least deserving Best Picture winners. But it does have a pretty high audience score on Rotten tomatoes so it was probably still too good to make this list still you'll find very few people believe that it should have beaten broke back mountain but that was back in 2006 to which a lot of people were like hold up broke back mountain didn't win an oscar for best picture no it did not mm. uh shot in alberta yeah really? some of the shot in crossfield oh, yeah. alberta <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. what nice. a movie what a town <laughs> that's right yeah what a, what a time, indeed. All right, today is National Cereal Day, mm. and that includes all your favorite brands and the healthy ones like Colon Blow or whatever you're eating. <laughs> Colon Blow? <laughs> <laughs> In a new wow. poll on foods, 89% of people say they prepare cereal by pouring the cereal in the bowl and then adding milk like normal. But 11% of people claim they put the milk in the bowl first no. and then add the no. cereal. Some say that that tactic keeps it crispier longer. Then you're going to get splash. Yeah. Isn't it messier that way? Yeah, it'd be way messier. Is it? I, I, I'm a cereal first guy. I always have been. But depending on the type of cereal you have, there can be a lot of jagged edges. Mm. And depending the height of what you're pouring your milk from, you can get a lot of splash. Yeah. Especially if you have a full... I like to top it to the brim with cereal. Uh, you know what I mean? With milk. Do you do cereal... First, milk second, or milk first, cereal oh, second? Oh, cereal first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But milk first, to me, I'm not. Uh, that's not my technique, but I can I can wrap my head around I, it. I just feel like, um, I, I feel like milk first, uh, you're going to chance a lot of the cereal, like, rolling out of the box and going, bloop. Yeah. And just splashing all over. It'll oh, be I mayhem see. in the kitchen. If you, were, if you were sliding out one of your, uh, those my, hay bales. Oh, the hay bales, yeah. But like, if you're just dumping some Fruit Loops into a bowl of milk, I think you could do it. Although a bunch of uh, honeycombs flying out, that's going to cause some splash. Mm-hmm. I feel like a hay bale is a must to do cereal first and then milk. Oh yeah, you milk because that you out. have to pour milk over the hay bale. You do to add moisture. To add some moisture to the top. And like the zero flavor, yeah. I don't even know why that's a food. Anyways, if if there's sugar in the house, you put sugar on. Yeah, okay. If you go milk first, did you? Have you always gone milk first? Did you not know there was another way, a better way? Or did you try the standard cereal first way and it wasn't working for you? And you're like, I got to change this. Yeah, always cereal. I've just always done cereal first. Look, cereal first. There's milk firsters in the app. What the hell? Hmm. Oh, that's not good. Oh, some put. Oh. No. Ce- what? No put, soft cereal. Okay. No soft cereal. Some put milk in the bowl and then slowly add cereal so it's always crunchy. That's a lot. So, like so you, you just eat, put a little bit and then in a little time. bit more in, and then you eat, and then, okay. Like drink the milk, put a little more cereal in, put a little more milk in. Yeah. Mm. Huh. All right. Well, enjoy your cereal for National Cereal Day, which is today. Hmm. Enjoy. Speaking of foods, for those of you who like to sit down and devour a Toblerone, I've got some bad news for you. No. We all know that Switzerland is neutral about a lot of things, but they will not allow Toblerone to give them the runaround. Toblerone has been a Swiss chocolate brand for over 115 years, and since the 1970s, they've used Switzerland's iconic Matterhorn Mountain as their logo. Mm -hmm. You can probably picture it as I describe it. But Switzerland is saying, enough. 
drop the logo. They can't use the mountaintop? No, and here's why. Toblerone recently announced that they're moving some production out of the country later this year to Slovakia. (laughs) They say they need to increase production to keep up with demand, but Swiss laws say you cannot use any Swissness on your packaging, including their flag or any iconic imagery like the Matterhorn, unless the product is exclusively Switzerland. Really? (laughs) But it's iconic. Doesn't matter. But ultimately, if they just doodled their own mountaintop, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know the change. Well, I'd know the Matterhorn. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. So what is Toblerone doing? Well, they're swapping out the distinctive outline of the Matterhorn for mm-hmm. a generic triangular mountain shape. Well, and they got to put that bear in there too. Oh, the they, hidden bear. The hidden they can't. Bear. They're yeah, not the have the bear. Like, they can't have the bear. Oh. They can't have the bear. No, no. The bear is Swissness. Really? What? Yeah. Too bad. That's oh. what Switzerland's saying. They also have to remove the thing about Toblerone being Swiss chocolate. They can't call themselves that anymore either. Oh. So they're replacing it with established in Switzerland in 1908. Oh. Ginge, have you made it through the eight-foot Toblerone that we got you a couple years ago? Did you guys give me a big Toblerone? Yeah. I remember the after eights. Yeah, we, long we did a yeah. long Toblerone one oh, year. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not on the cover. Oh, okay, he good. Fully blacked out. Doesn't remember it at all. <laughs> <laughs> you went into a Toblerone, a Toblerone bender. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, the only good thing about Toblerone is the comically large ones. Mm. Yeah, big yeah. It's a fine bar, but it's not the bar. Yeah, it's oh. not. It's not a go-to. I love a Toblerone. Mm. I like a big Toblerone. I like yeah, the like conversation the starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they make the like the big brick one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I find them awkward to eat. Yeah, they're kind of a weird shape. They're a weird shape, like the little triangles, and it's, it's like, well, how do I like? I want like it all putting in my a triangle mouth. into a circle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Like those toys that your toddler uses yeah, for yeah. like dexterity. So I have to get a little plastic hammer. I'm like, hold still, yeah. Mars. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. yeah. I'm like, it's still weird <laughs> yeah. in there. <laughs> and they, I'll put the difference up here. They changed the shape. There's more gaps not, between the peaks now. Yeah, they're, oh. they're making them more. So they put less chocolate yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's because Switzerland said, please change that. Oh, no. no. This is pre-Swiss. There's less oh. chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you used to have to fight to break the pieces apart. Yeah, now. right? Yeah, they used to be like, tight. Like, triangles are tight. Now there's yeah. like almost uh, like a half inch gap. Here. There's a whole valley. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. 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 I know. When did they do that? Yeah. And a couple years now. And they put the little break line in the middle of it. Yeah. We Give us more chocolate. I, that's a scam. It, yeah. It's unnatural too. It's not appealing to the eye. No, no, no. It looks like a like chain, like a sprocket. You're right. Mm. Cogs on a sprocket. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Here's some good news for you guys on this nice sunny day. A cemetery in Iowa mm. used to have two geese there named Bud and Blossom, a male and a female, and they were mates for life. Sadly, Bud passed away. And Blossom hasn't been the same since. Now, workers in the cemetery noticed that Blossom was quite sad. Uh, Before you guys turn the channel, though, this is good news. This story has a happy ending. So the cemetery decided to help out Blossom. They recently posted a personal ad looking for a male goose to keep her company now that she was widowed. Uh It read, quote, Lonely, widowed, domestic goose seeks life partner for companionship and occasional shenanigans. Oh. Oh, Oh, God. And someone saw that ad um, and he has a goose. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude came forward with his goose named Frankie, who had also just lost his mate. Oh. So he was widowed as well. Aww. So they brought them to the cemetery on Valentine's Day last month. And now it looks like Frankie and Blossom 
are mates for life. Oh, oh they actually dug each other? There's a few pictures up in the app there for oh. you guys to have a look. Oh. I was worried when you started talking about dead animals in a cemetery. I'm like, is this like pet cemetery? Yeah. Oh, one rose from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Got a yeah. cat. Apparently yeah. they are inseparable now. They're Aww. best friends. I love that. Best friends, but are they? Lovers? They are. <laughs> they yeah. are knocking boots. They are. Mm-hmm. So there you go. A couple pictures of the lovebirds up in the app. If you guys want to have a look at it. I think I knew swans made for life. Mm-hmm. I didn't know geese did. I think our Canadian geese do. I think they do too. Yeah, because sometimes you see like a, a single one out on the ice. And I always winter, feel really like, oh, bad. no, one didn't make it. Loser. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, a better burger. <laughs> why don't some Canadian geese go? Well, why do they stay? Yeah. I don't tired. know. They've had enough. I yeah, I wonder like, do, they, do they stay here? To, they don't stay here. To well, die. I wonder if it's yeah. the old ones oh, that are not, like, I can't do they're this. They're not making the winter Mars. Yeah. Those are dead. Yeah, they're geese. dead. No way. Oh, uh, There's no chance of them making. No, you guys are lying to me. No, I, Have you I, been outside? <laughs> it's cold. I know. Do you know why they go south? That's why. So they don't die. Yeah, that's why the dead of winter, we don't see them anymore. That's why All we right. call it the dead of winter. <laughs> <laughs> Everything grounds littered with geese. Oh <laughs> uh, most Canadian geese do pair with a mate. They don't get together with somebody until the age of three. Pairs usually stay together for life. If one member of a pair of Canadian geese dies, then the other goose usually finds another mate. Oh, oh so they don't oh, mate for just, life. Oh, that's not mate for life. Well, though, if the other one dies. Till death do till us death part. Do us part. Yeah. yeah, till death do us they part. Push yeah. them off the now, peak of a building with a broken I'm, wing. Why <laughs> do Canadian geese not or stay stay the winter? Stay the winter. They're I, not. It's not to die. I think it's the it's old ones and live. they're just like, I can't do it anymore. Or they fly till they can't fly anymore, and that's it. Okay, Canadian geese migrate to north to breed in the summertime and then go south to spend their winters. In a few places, there are Canadian geese that will stay year-round. Is Edmonton listed? Oh. One of the coldest cities in the world? Yeah. <laughs> I Sure, southern BC, southern Ontario. I'd yeah, imagine they could sense. rough it out. But here, okay, wait, oh yeah. why this is Can- where airport below zero was filmed. Why do Canadian geese <laughs> stay winter... Edmonton. It's like when your dog takes off. He's got a job to do. And he's embarrassed to do it in front of you. He's going to die. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he's gone for good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, some geese do stay here in Edmonton. To die. Some of them because they have had a quote divorce. What? No, they don't divorce. Did you type geese or geezer? Geezer. <laughs> They're not going down to Florida yeah, yeah. or Arizona. <laughs> my wife left with Barry. <laughs> no, some geese do choose to stay in Edmonton. Mm. There's no way they survive the winter. As long as they can find something to eat, a goose can choose not to go. Oh. Well, yeah, they got free will. But do you ever see any Canadian geese in the wintertime here? No. Where are they hanging out? And if you do, you don't see them in the spring. Yeah. Mm. Or you see them, but they ain't moving. (laughs) Do you guys know how fast a Canadian goose flies? Yeah, I think they rip. 100 miles an hour. It's not 100 miles an hour, no. (laughs) Then I don't know. It's over 50 kilometers an hour. Damn. Yeah, when they're low. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, yeah, because they like, they fly by you. Mm -hmm. Or if you do some, uh, yeah, some goose watching on like a lake when they're coming in to land. Yeah. Some of them do the nice slow down. They do like a half circle. Yeah. And some just come in. Oh, yeah. They come in and screaming and then they put their feet down and it's like. (laughs) (laughs) They're so funny. Real Top Guns, real Mavericks. (laughs) (laughs) Marzi's original story was talking about those like uh, the white geese. They're they're white. Yeah. Yeah. Um, will a Canadian goose ever, you know, knock boots with the whitey? Cross no. the tracks? We've seen swans and geese hate one another. Like, 
they hate each other. That's swan and goose, though. I'm talking goose on goose. Yeah, it's just a different breed of goose. Yeah, I, I doubt it. I don't think they look beyond. Hmm. This text here they says... They like what they like. Shame. says, guys, we saw a Canada goose in a Rona parking lot last January. Mm-hmm. Did you see it in February? Oh, boy. Nope. Uh, this text here says they stick around in New Brunswick. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they live at the Calgary Zoo. Well, yeah, those are like... No, those... Te- but they're, they're not... tended to. They're not locked up geese. They're just wild geese that just mm-hmm. don't leave the zoo. But there's probably some warm spots that they can find at the zoo. Apparently, there's geese that stay year-round at the Gold Bar water treatment plant. Oh. Uh, Colleen, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, doing pretty good. You live by geese year round? Cool. Yeah, Genesee. The Genesee power plant. And like you're talking about Gold Bar power plant, things like that. Yeah. yeah. If they're the warm water source, so they make their water because that's how they cool and heat is with the water. So with the warm water, they have a water source. So they drink that. And then the fields, there's still like winter wheat and stuff in the fields. They go back and forth. If you want to see geese, you could drive out to Genesee any time and you'll see geese out there. That's oh. so cool. Oh. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. And they're big and healthy. They look good. Yeah, yeah. I bet they're big and healthy. What's so in that is, water? They don't die in the dead of winter, <laughs> like Ginger suggested. Well, some do. If they're injured and they can't fly, they're definitely going to die. There's a lot of dead geese. <laughs> you fly back and forth. Okay. They have to net so many dead geese out of their marks. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's coming up the machinery at the power oh, plant. Oh, my God. No. Oh, no. Okay, thanks for that, Colleen. All right. Thanks, Colleen. <laughs> Okay, right. bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, those are loophole geese, Marzi. Okay. They're yeah. gaming the system. They found a power plant. Yeah. Like out at our cabin, if there's a, if there's some geese on the ice, that one didn't find the power plant. Oh. These are radioactive geese, Marzi. Yeah, they have three eyes. Uh, and we also <laughs> asked the question, would uh, Canada geese get with a white goose? This text here says, we had a white goose show up in Westview Village last year, and the regular geese did not take kindly to him. Oh, what so happened? They, they beat him up. Ah. <sighs> Geese race war, or was that like geese sex? No, and it no, was just I, like I think rough. they kicked him out. <laughs> it was just rough. I'm a little disappointed in Canada geeses. Mm. Yeah. I feel like we should be a little more open minded than that, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. Take what you can get. This text here said oh. we had a Canada goose that lived in our backyard. It flew away last winter, but it used to hang out with us by the fire and follow us everywhere, including when I was on the lawnmower. Oh, see that goose was. He's ready to die. <laughs> but he flew away. Because you, you, you didn't have the balls to do the job. <laughs> I, don't th- I, think, I think some people can have a goose as a friend. A wild goose. Uh, if you have a goose as a friend, that is a sad goose who lost everyone. I don't think so. You and think a, like, th- and you a think, sad individual. You do think... Do you know what I would give to have a wild goose as a friend? Oh, uh, I think so it would be so much. cool. Like, if I came home and there was just a goose there... I could, yeah, Having a goose there, that's cool. But uh, like, it's like calling it your friend. And if you're the only person in that goose's life, do you know what, what tragedy must have befallen that flock? Yeah. Mm. Like yeah, what a, what a terribly sad goose. Those videos come out every year of like a couple driving from like BC to Alberta and a goose like leads the way with them, a solo goose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember we had that story last year about those uh, canoers. They had a goose friend that like floated with them for like kilometers. It's probably because they had a bunch of bugs around them. And everyone that goose knows had died. It was an orphan goose. Oh. No, no, I refuse yeah. to believe yeah. it. The whole flock... Uh, a West Jet plane took him down. Seven eight zero four eight nine. Sullenberger up in the skies. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Is there anyone listening who had a goose as a friend? Hmm. A wild goose. It just like hung out with you. This dude texted in and said it hung out at their campfire and was around when he was on the lawnmower. 
Right? That's Which, a goose friend. If there's two things that are very bad for goose, it's fire and spinning blades. Right? <laughs> that goose was ready to yeah. go. <laughs> I don't think so. There's no way. Yeah, they probably wondered why the goose would stand in front of the lawnmower yeah. on the grass. And you're like, move, goose. Mm-hmm. Ha-ha, we're having fun times. And it's like, and it. Maybe he just got divorced or his mate died and he decided to become friends with our now family member there and hung out with him all day. Mm. Is that where the saying silly goose comes from? Yeah, because you have a goose for a friend. Oh, I thought you meant one in front of a lawnmower. (laughs) (laughs) All right, if you've had a goose for a friend, please tell me it's not as dark as these guys are making it out to be. Give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, All right, we're talking about if you can have a goose as a friend, and we're talking about this after a cemetery in Iowa used to have two geese named Bud and Blossom, male and female. They were mates, but sadly, Bud passed away. So the cemetery decided to put out a personal ad looking for a male goose, and someone came forward who said, I've got a goose friend named Frankie. Um, So he brought Frankie to the cemetery, and now Blossom and Frankie are inseparable. So it's it's very sweet. Um, well, that got us talking about geese being around, geese not leaving for the winter, and then you guys telling me that there is no such thing as a goose friend. Um, we don't. Uh, do we know the full deal on the cemetery? Does the crypt keeper love geese? Oh no, it's just a pretty cemetery with a pond. <laughs> Are we sure? It's so not yes. a choice for geese to decide to live. Like they could pick anywhere, literally Mars. Yeah, so they pick where it's quiet. There's not a lot of people, and, and there's did, water. And did the other the one die? No. Mm, the crypt keeper needs to uh, stay healthy. <laughs> so we want to know from you guys if you've ever had a goose for a friend. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was one that hung out. This uh, started us talking about it because one now family member said that he had a goose that hung out with his, him at the fire pit and while he was on his lawnmower. And we're coming up on the season when they're heading back, right? People are saying they've already seen him. <gasps> oh, I haven't seen him yet. That's a good feeling. What are they doing? I know, they come back way too why early they, and leave way too late. Why do they push it? I don't yeah. know, they do push it. Yeah, what's yeah. the rush? Maybe the weather up there is way different. Like I in the like sky, it feels warmer. <laughs> I don't know. But you're right, they do push it. Yeah. They should wait till at least April. Yeah, because we uh-huh. always get the one, I don't know if it's the same one every year, but we always get the one on the roof on the building beside us. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just judges us from yeah, the top. Yeah. And then he'll attack people at the front door. Did yeah. he almost take you out one year? Yeah, <laughs> was right outside the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened? You heard me talking, I know how dumb geese were. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Was he waiting for you when they you left first? They were just first? standing there, and they're so big. I surprised him too, so he did like the wing flap. Yeah, oh. like, a, what, what? like yeah. a condor. He had like 12 feet of wings. Yeah, there's yeah. Wing there. yeah. Maybe flying back into the building. Maybe you got to make friends with it. Maybe, yeah. Maybe tell us too how you befriended your geese. Yeah. Give it a hug. Maybe it's, uh, we need like National Hug a Goose Day. There's also a link in the app. Apparently, there's a guy in Leduc who's got a goose friend. The huh. news covered him last year. Oh. Huh. All right. So, there you uh, go. 780 Have you made friends with a goose? Uh, Christine can start things up. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Ah, doing pretty good. We're talking about if you have a close friend that's a goose. <laughs> <laughs> well, every spring for the last three years, goose come oh. nest on our roof of our house. Okay. All right. Do you and chat it- with this goose? Uh. Not really. They kind of try and poop on our dog, which is quite funny. Oh, but, okay. Um, and then she, she like, freaks out because every time she goes outside, there she hangs out on the deck and stares up at them, and they just kind of throw things down at her or try yeah. to poop on her head. Over, like, and, Majority Mars, I think this is your version of friend. The goose is just loitering and uh, yeah. wreaking havoc on Christine's dog. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so That's not a friend. <laughs> Well, they, they seem to have claimed our roof, and 
they they come back every year because once they found a place to nest, they tend to go back to it. Yeah. So but do you last like? Year, it, was, it it was quite funny because we all of a sudden we hear this like settle across the roof, and then we looked out the front window, and there's mom and dad with like ten baby geese strutting down the road like they owned it. It was so funny. You and should, then we never saw them again. You should this year put out um, a banner that says "Welcome Home." <laughs> So that when they arrive, they can see it right in front of your and house. And then the like, goose will be home. like, oh, they're friendly here. Yeah, they're friendly here. Yeah. I can stay. That's nice. You uh, do have a goose friend. I put that in the in the category of goose friend. I'm not putting that in Yeah, there. I think so. <laughs> I, think, I think they just like to torture our dog. But we also have, like, magpies that descend in our yard, too. So oh, gotta uh, love those. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. All right. Okay, thanks, Christine. <laughs> thanks, Christine. <laughs> have a good day. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. It's a goose friend. Yeah, Christine sounds lovely, and so does her goose. Mm-hmm. But when it's a situation like that, mm. uh, a returning goose, is it the same goose? Do we know? That's what I wonder. It is the same how, goose. But how do we should recognize we? that goose? I think so. If we are friends with the goose, maybe we should buy him like a nice little necklace. We should. Well, because like <laughs> goose word doesn't get around. It's not like they like pass it along like, hey, Christine's house is the best. You don't I think, think they, they do? Yeah. I think they save it for themselves and then they return. I think that's why they come back early some years is because they're trying to get the hot spots. <laughs> yeah. It's like getting the best seat in the house. Yeah. <laughs> like trying to book camping. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's like on holiday, you get to get up early, get down and claim that beach you chair. You do. Yeah. yeah. Put your towel on the chair. Uh, Siobhan, how you doing? Good. How are you? Ah, doing Hi. fantastic. Um, you, uh, uh, oh, you made new friends with uh, baby geese. Oh, yeah. Well, my dad did. He he ended up finding a godling in his front lawn. Yeah, he lives kind of like on an acreage, and he did look for like ponds just to see if there's any families around. But he couldn't find anything, and so he ended up keeping it. And he raised it and stayed with him for about two years. And oh. it it loved him so much though because he has farm dogs, and it would not let them near him at all oh like he'd bully him yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so the goose was like a guard goose yeah pretty much he'd he'd peck their tails or whatever and he made sure they he was between dad and the dogs at all times so wow would he buy like the the best food ever to feed these geese and keep them around well actually when he looked it up and on like online and stuff like he just eats lettuce and stuff and bugs so oh yeah what they ended up doing was like feeding them bugs and a lot of lettuce and you yeah. said he had them for a couple of years. He was it good was friends one. with them? Yeah. Yeah. Where did they go? Uh, well, unfortunately, we don't know. It did disappear in the fall of the second year, and we're just hoping for the best. Oh, <laughs> oh well, if they it, just found a different location. Was, was the gosling living in the house with your dad? It did. For the first year, it stayed in the house, and then he actually has chickens. So he actually put it in the chicken coop for the winter, mm. and then it kind of just like wandered around the yard for the next year. Yeah, it probably just left on its own. It was like, it's time for me to go. Because at the yeah. age of three, two to three is when they start looking for their mate. Oh. So that's probably what yeah, happened. Yeah, it was looking for love. Looking for love. Yeah. Yeah. Chickens weren't cutting it. No. <laughs> Chickens weren't cutting it. No. What a story. Thanks, that's Siobhan. Cute. Thanks, Siobhan. <laughs> okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. I should have asked her, if you have a goose in your house, do you have mm-hmm. goose poo everywhere? Uh, well, yeah, you don't let it run around the right? house. Right, because it, think about goose, like a goose poo on your lawn, Ugh. you know, or at a park. Covers it. Yeah. Greasy poops. Yeah. Yeah, like all the geese I get in our backyard. Yeah. Woo! Man, yeah, it gets that's wild. Right. It does get wild. <laughs> so much. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much. Uh, Nora, hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Uh, do you have a goose as a friend? Well, it's not technically my goose, but the apartment building knows this goose. Cool. <laughs> all right. That's what's the awesome. deal? Yeah. So he comes every spring and uh, 
everybody feeds them. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, what are you, f- yeah. what are you feeding the goose? Yeah, what do you feed well, a goose? Like, I don't know. People just eat them bread. Oh, yeah. Lots oh. of pigeons around here, too, but yeah, yeah. he was the main goose like of the area here. Yeah. He overlooked the legislature. <laughs> do you know if it is the exact same goose every year? It seems to be like it seems to be the spot he. I don't know. I think he nests he or she. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure, but nests somewhere up on the rooftops around huh. here. And is it is yeah. it like a comforting thing to like have that goose return home after the long winter? It's actually pretty cool to see it happen, honestly, and, yeah. and routine. And he uses a crosswalk at the bus station. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. All right, yeah. all right. Mars, you consider that a friend of that, a goose? That is a goose friend, yeah. this He's the friend of everybody in the apartment complex. Also very polite goose, not jaywalking, using the pedestrian cross. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that's Thanks, adorable. Nora. I love it. All right, cool, guys. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Pretty cute. Yeah. So if a goose is just around and it's a reoccurring goose, that's you consider that a friend. She feels a connection to that goose. Mm -hmm. Do you think the goose feels the same? Yeah. Like the goose that uh, is in the front of our building when it's goose time, that chased Ginge. I think it hates Ginge. (laughs) I don't think that goose likes us. No, I think it, well, that goose was really nice to me. I went outside, it was out front, it just moved out of the way. That's not, what do you mean, is that nice to you? Well, it wasn't nice to you. No, it was not. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't, like, put his wings out. I guess, yeah, that's fair. Right? Uh, This text here, 56789, says, I grew up with a guy who lived in my neighborhood who had a goose friend. His goose was female and she was so mean to me. Mm. He would say, quit it. And she would wobble over to him screaming like, mop, 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 mop. Mm. and then he would pet her and she would follow him around like a dog. She was his friend for sure. You could, they could pet the goose? Yeah. Wow. I don't think I would ever chance petting a goose. No, I would trust no, Their was, beak never, has no. like a, leer, a weird like little like razor pick on yeah, the end. And their tongue yeah. has like yeah, that's, <laughs> teeth on it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, their tongue is gross. Yeah. Like Google a close up of a goose tongue. There's Ooh. nothing good inside a goose. <laughs> this text here says, well, hey guys, <laughs> every year we go to Vegas at Christmas, we stay in a house in North Las Vegas. We've been going there for 10 years. Yeah. Down the street is a park we go to for walking, and there's a pair of Canadian geese. I saw them about four years ago. They look like they can't fly, their wings are a little beat up. So we always take food and we feed them. I look for them every time we go. They were still there in 2022. Oh, nice. Goose friends. Those are your lucky geese. Lucky geese in Vegas. Bring them to the strip, man. (laughs) Put them on a slot. (laughs) Yeah, get them to sit on a chair beside you. (laughs) All you got to do is push Max bet, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) He gets his little, like, foot up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That'd be rad. Oh, I'd love to see the excitement on little goose's face if he got to bonus land. Right. Do our geese, like these Edmonton geese, oh. the local geese, yeah. when they head south, do they all go to the same spots? The casino? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like our seniors? Yeah. Heading <laughs> to the flamingo. Because <laughs> if they come back, if the same geese are coming to this area every yeah. year, are they heading to the same spot down south every yeah, year? Yeah, heading probably, yeah, Florida, wherever. Yeah, yeah probably, so Arizona. They, they meet not just with one goose, but really a city's geese yeah, population probably for yeah they they're all over the place what blows me away too is like those little cool hummingbirds mm. the distance those ones travel yeah they go far they go very far i yeah. don't understand like like butterflies how? migrate yeah, yeah. What, what are they doing yeah i don't know mind blown that's wild yeah it's pretty cool mm-hmm. all right so oh. what would you guys say then <laughs> can we have a goose friend yay Oh, nay. I'm, I'm going with nay. I think it's still a I hard think nay. they're just around. I think it's yay if you get them young enough so they don't have the hate for people. Mm. You got to get them young. 
Uh, All right. That's no. That's generational AD. <laughs> you're not green that out in one moose. Oh, that's like a, an instinct that they know. They just yeah. hate us. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I think so. It's in their blood. And look at that tongue ginge posted on the. Oh, yeah. I saw that. That's your friend? Is that your buddy? That's Ooh. nightmare fuel. Oh. Yes, gross. it is. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. We got to get out of here. You guys have yourselves an awesome rest of your day. It's going to be nice and sunny. Hopefully, it feels a little warmer than yesterday, which will be nice. We're back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. We will see you then. Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.